0: This week on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, we're talking light year. There's a snake in
1: my boots. Is that the right one, Aaron? Wait a minute, I forgot my introduction.
0: We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hello, hi, how are you? Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I discuss new movies and more weekly. We dig into movies, mostly spoiler your review. The Occasional Commentary Track or some other film movie topic. This is episode 498, 498. That's a lot of numbers, man. Yeah. Yeah. And um, (laughs) speaking of lots of numbers, Uh uh, this week we're talking Disney and Pixar's Lightyear. A film that has boggled our minds up until finally seeing the film. So here we are. We'll finally go back over it. Um, And joining me and Abe to discuss Lightyear, we have from Endor Express, Due to his experience of time dilation, he's aging like the finest of wines sold to Disneyland. <laughs> it's David, yeah.
2: Hello,
1: hello. David!
0: How
3: What's are you up?
2: doing? Doing um, light years better than last time. Boom. Which doesn't make any sense. I was, I'm fine.
1: Good tie-in. <laughs> Way to go. David, what kind of wine are you? Are you red wine, white wine, rosé? Um, Several Desert bottles in. of red
2: today.
1: There you go. <laughs> Okay, because I'm, I'm, you know, Aaron mentioned that you're in the uh, the Disney caverns, you know, just aging. So I was like, okay, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Light. Yeah.
2: I'm a, well, I'm a red one for sure.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm a blend. Oh, okay. All right. can a little bit uh, new age. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless of which wine you
0: are, I am glad that you're here. Uh, because we have unfinished business. We have to deal with with, with Disney's life <laughs> So <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of this as soon as we can. But that's going to take a bit because we have some things to go over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so there's plenty of show notes this week. Uh, first up, new commentary track. E.T. the Extraterrestrial turns 40 years old. It's already turned 40 years, 40 years old, like last, last week. Wow. Um, and so we recorded a really good commentary track for it. Um, Yancey, Brandon, and uh, Maxwell, we all joined in to discuss et and i think it's a pretty like i generally enjoy the commentaries but this is a pretty mm-hmm. like balanced fact slash tangent slash fun filled uh commentary track like yeah. normal it's a little more scene specific than normal normally we kind of talk about it, whatever yeah we I'm kind of go right. over things that are all like very close to what's happening on screen
1: right um, yeah bmx biking exactly keys keys yeah <laughs> all kinds of keys what happened um, to keys Reese's exactly. pieces versus m&ms <laughs> did you yes. think they were actually Skittles yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah so that's available now on the old iTunes where you can also find all the other episodes of our show as well as the tab for reviews and ratings where you can do that you can search right now with and internet click that tab give us a rating or review which would be great
1: yeah give me a review I'll Venmo I'll, I'll you a dollar <laughs> <laughs> So you pay for reviews <laughs> pay to play maybe uh, I think uh, Scar called it a quid pro quo <laughs>
0: Uh, before we get to the other thing, uh, I also want to say Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Happy fathers. Day, yeah. Uh,
1: do, do, do anybody do anything for Father's Day? You know, not really, <laughs> David. <laughs> but thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we had, we got
2: some food, and exactly. we ate. Yeah. Cool. Ate a lot of noodles.
1: Cool. Okay. Oh, did you learn about the secret ingredient? <laughs> the secret ingredient <laughs> of my special noodle. Wait, is Jim Hong on our podcast?
2: Good impression of
0: recent Hollywood Square um, recipient, James <laughs> Hong of Fame.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess Abe calls him Jim now, though. <laughs> yeah, we call him, we call him Big Jim on the show. Big Jim Hong. Okay. Yeah, Jim- no, um,
2: <laughs> I don't know the secret ingredient, but okay. it's uh, it's nothing. It must be yeah,
0: nothing. Yeah. Okay. I, I call him Big Trouble. Whenever he's walking down the street, kind of, oh, he's he's a smaller man. So I say, "Here comes big trouble!" Because he's and guy. then you call Kurt Russell Little China, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's important because he always dresses. Oh, uh, no, he always he Kurt Russell always dresses culturally inappropriate. Yeah. Um, so, really?
1: what's uh, the name I, of the movie? Jack something? Jack Burton?
0: Jack me. Burton? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. In addition to hanging out with my dad, we I took him to see Top Gun Maverick. He hadn't seen it yet. Um, oh, he, he quite enjoyed himself. Although, what he said was that was fun, but it was no RRR. So, oh, okay. There. All right. Yeah. Throwing down the gauntlet.
2: Mm-hmm. What's RRR?
0: RRR is the hit Telugu language film from India and three hour action epic that is fantastic. And everyone that sees it, agrees Uh, (laughs) you can find it streaming now on netflix it's on netflix in hindi in hindi it's in very few theaters because it came came out in march and it came back for like an encore release so if you can find it in the theater certainly recommend seeing it in theater
3: Mm
0: okay um let's see let's so let's get to this now the summer movie gamble summer gamble x uh-huh. of course this is where we go over <laughs> some of the things that have been going on at the box office this summer because we have a competition where Abe and i along with many other guests on the show all have picked what we think are going to be the 10 top 10 highest grossing films of the summer and there's been plenty of shake-ups in recent weeks given the success of top gun maverick so i will <laughs> say right now the continued what, success the continued success yeah because yeah. it has not gone away maverick is in third place this week uh with 44 million uh that is the Highest fourth week, the second highest fourth wow. weekend gross of all time. Uh, it's continually every week from now on is the biggest Tom Cruise film of all time because mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. it's just can you keep making more money? Uh, but yeah, 44 million. Um, and that's that's coming behind Lightyear and Jurassic World. I'll get to those numbers in a second, but just yeah. to p- p- throw this out there because this is wild to me this is the first time that there have been three films that all made 40 million over 40 million dollars at the box office
1: uh, since 2013. Like, wow <laughs> i i was gonna long. say like pre-pandemic like 2019 oh no, yeah but...
0: 2013 was the last time there were wow. this many films that all had that amount of money or greater um thank you hollywood pretty wild i mean what am i yeah yeah <laughs> jurassic world uh dropped 60 percent this week it's still number one at 58 million um what's the total its total is like 240 something
1: so still uh, behind Top Gun Maverick.
0: Well, nothing's in it. Top Gun is easily going to be the number one, uh, unless oh, like no. unless like Thor has jets and dinosaurs in it, which it could. I don't know. It's horrible. You never know. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Taika um, is a crazy guy. It's a. Uh, it's pretty unquestionable that Top Gun's going to be the biggest thing film this summer. That said, right now this is interesting. Um, Jurassic World and Doctor Strange are pretty neck and neck as far as where their finals might be. Uh, that's interesting because since none of us had Top Gun at number Mm-mm. one, that means that most of us either had Jurassic World or Doctor Strange at number one. Now one of those is going to be number two, so it's very curious as to which hmm. one that's going to be because that's going to really affect the standings. A shakeup, yeah. yeah, because it. Some people might have assumed that one thing was going to happen or the other. Like right. for all of us that had Jurassic World at number one, because it's not going to be number one, it would either be no. It was probably going to be number two, but now. That's even in question. So yeah. if it's not number two. That means all of us that thought that Doctor Strange would be number two will get all of the points for it being uh, <laughs> or, uh, number uh, number two. It, it's yeah. weird. It's going to add up, but I just, I find this quite
1: exciting now. You're <laughs> telling me that you made a time machine <laughs> out of a DeLorean? <laughs>
0: the, the math is making me very excited based on where okay. this is going. And Thor could still, you're exactly right, could come in and just shake it all up so yeah, we'll dude. see or maybe go i have no idea
1: <laughs> i'm so afraid of that I'm so
0: or uh, where that. the crawdad sings i don't know <laughs> anything <laughs> can happen um what's yeah, not yeah, a little small independent drama yeah <laughs> what's not going to happen lightyear uh lightyear opened at 51 million and number two this week Boom. not a high gross for lightyear as far as a pixar release in theaters go we're going to talk more about that when we get to the actual percent good yeah. it's just it's notable that it is a Lesser amount than some may expect for a Pixar release featuring one of their marquee characters. Yeah, um, so we'll we'll get back to all that later. Um, I hope this is just isn't just too much Greek speak from for me from me to David right now, but just know we're we we're very excited over here about the. the oh, box David was
1: a, David was in a frat in college, so he knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, in the scare university.
1: <laughs> your headmaster was Emma Thompson as a dragon his roommate was randall
3: yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh no all
1: right uh last thing
0: before we get back to movie talk little aaron's video game circle over here i am excited about this okay so in addition to all the geek games that i've been playing like evil dead and they had that call of duty thing going on yeah um this past week teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge arrived on all consoles and pc and whatnot um it's awesome
1: (laughs) I've only heard good things from the it reviews. Is,
0: it is modeled after the old like Coin Op arcade turtle games, like Turtles in mm-hmm. Time and what have you. So it had and it like it's designed to look that way. It's from the same game makers that made the Scott Pilgrim game a while back now and Streets of Rage Four. So like they know how to make a good like em up brawler, um, but it has the look of like a you know a, an old arcade game, right? But it's made with like modern intentions. So it has like it's well designed to like matter for people that are you know playing games now where yeah. yes it's still pretty simple it's just a side scroll where you're beating up people but there's like you can level up your character you can do all these you know fun things to maximize the amount of gameplay you're getting and multiplayer like multiplayer online six player online you can do okay. six people yeah. <laughs> at once and it's madness yeah uh, but yeah
2: super fun there's six players but there's only four turtles there's you can also play as april
1: o'neil uh, sh- uh um well, splinter, do casey jones or splinter or Splinter, gonna... yeah, Splinter, Splinter too, especially Splinter. I thought he was gonna like just show up as a cameo. And oh, no, like you, you, you know, get, you get your Splinter. Also, obviously, yeah. you get Bebop
0: and Rocksteady and Shredder and you know, the brain Vern, and all that. but you get you get a lot of like yeah. cartoon and comic villains. And if you're in case you're gonna ask, yes, Toka and Razor also show up. Wow, also, I was not gonna ask, also super Shredder.
1: So, you know, just get just get ready. <laughs> this game Basically, this all. is like if you love the turtles. This is like a really fun game.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, let me
1: ask you what console or did you get on PC or console?
0: I, I, console.
1: I, I play on PlayStation 5. So, okay. Okay.
0: But I think it, I think it's cross play too. So, like, pretty much you can play with anybody.
1: Anybody. Okay. I'm curious to see how it works out on a Switch. Uh, just cause, you know, Nintendo's pretty family friendly, but I'm curious if the mechanics are different.
0: But also the soundtrack kicks ass too. Like,
1: it's a, it's a 80s theme, 90s theme.
0: It's a mix of like those kind of chip tunes mixed with like, like Raekwon and like other rappers are like, like <laughs> now what I was on there. Yeah. It's like, it's a trip. Like some boss battles have like these
1: killer tracks playing on the side. <laughs> it's great. Right. So awesome. Yeah. Shredder's revenge. Have really you uh, played all of it or you're like an hour in? I've played, cause it's like 15 levels and they're like five
0: minutes. So like I've played all of it, but you want to go back and just keep playing and wow, more okay. and whatnot. So, so it
1: literally is like the arcade game. Where yeah, it's like, yeah, it's pretty short. Or well, there's like two, also, like...
0: like there's an arcade mode where you can just like play
1: it straight through. Or there's like st- yeah, story and you're dying you can... every every ten seconds. It depends on how hard you choose it. Because <laughs> I remember it, just like, getting out of that fire in the arcade game and uh-huh. immediately just dying after we skip the fire. And the, and the more people that play, the more intense and
0: the more a um, number of enemies there are on screen at any one time. It so, only makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I hope, like, The Simpsons gets this treatment at some point where you get this awesome, like, yeah. home game version of The Simpsons. You don't think
1: I want to see Marge throwing a vacuum around?
0: I can't wait to see all the different characters they throw in as playable. <laughs>
1: yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I want to be Dr. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what you're, what we should be doing is we should probably be floating this idea and, and at mentioning, you know, 20th Century Studios and their games and wherever else. So, Matt, graining. Yeah, we'll we'll get on it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's some uh, video
0: game circle right there for you. Yeah. Okay, that's so that's show notes. Let's move on now. Let's get to some at now quickies. Trademark. You should know that we only do Trademark. I'm happy with that. Uh, Abe, you were unfortunately not able to join us last week. I want I to know not. what what have you seen recently? Specifically, what did you think of Jurassic World Dominion?
1: Jurassic World Dominion, you ever got you, you guys ever go to like a, a restaurant and on the menu they have um, dinosaur? Yeah, dinosaur. It tastes like it tastes like alligator, um, which tastes like chicken. But no, there's there's the um, like the everything farmhouse burger. Okay. That's what Jurassic World Bar- Jurassic World Dominion kind of is, where it's like it's got everything and there's like a fried egg on it. It tastes good sometimes. Like you think it's a little bit too much, you might not be able to finish it. And then when you're done with it, you're just like, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna have another one of these soon." Um, and, and that's my analogy for Jurassic World of Dominion because there's just a lot in it. And I heard what you guys said last week. and I, I didn't it. watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it yet? Okay, so you know we uh, won't I'll spoil be, it, but man, yeah. dinosaurs eat things in that. Yeah, movie. they they have a farm burger, David. <laughs> but, no, they, <laughs> but they're Charles certainly. Jr.? Yeah, no, no. They they go to they go to um you know a private place where they actually have sixteen dollar burgers for real. They go to, they go to Carl's after to get the toy. <laughs> ah. but there's there's a lot of um you know of the classic hits that play, and there's also a lot of of um tying up I guess of loose ends. But did I have fun at some parts? Sure, but I also thought at sometimes like there's no real huge um like through line there there it feels like they're sometimes forcing a through line and it is what it is i i certainly liked malcolm sort of asking questions that make the most logical sense in a scene toward the end which you guys reference uh in in it's in the trailer but it's also like in in what you guys reference toward the end there and i don't want to ruin it for david but i i when he asked that question i was just like exactly thank you for being like the adult in the room Like overall, I would say that it's an HBO movie where I had fun with it at some points, but also it's it's kind of a lot, like my farmhouse burger analogy. Sometimes it can be a lot just to like take in because you'd have to kind of understand like a lot of things, but there was also a lot of callbacks. And um, while it does have like its highs, there are some lows in it. And those lows are just like, you know, a lot of divorced dad energy. (laughs) So um, with all that being said, it's kind of an HBO movie. And then uh, I think from the standpoint of like other things, um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there is, um, a movie called Ferris Bueller's day off. (laughs) Um, and it's really good, man. So I, I, I come, I've come to appreciate their day off much more as a 36 year old man. Um, and I've also really come to appreciate them just like looking at art thinking, you know, within cool poses, but I really love when Cam is looking at the dotted painting, and he just his life flashes before his eyes, and he's like, "If I don't do anything soon, I'm just gonna become like a dot in this thing." And isn't it cool that we're infinite? It's like, yeah. But yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Stay feel, for the end credits. I've been to that museum, and I've seen that painting. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've been you've been to the old uh, the old Windy City, huh? Yeah, yeah. But no parade for you.
0: I mean, they, I wouldn't say they threw it for me, but the fact that there was one and I was there, it's like, coincidence? I don't know.
1: <laughs> you sang a song?
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, they Thursday don't allow me to sing the song. They throw me in the, black, in the back of the other black people to dance by themselves for some reason. It's a weird part of the movie.
1: <laughs> Richard Kimball shows up. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I watched First Bill's day off, and it's a fun rump. Uh, pretty breezy, pretty fun. But also, uh, yeah, I, I like how they... One of the originators of the Stinger credits... And it's still pretty funny. So, David, how about you? What have you seen recently,
2: movies or TV? I saw Top Gun: Maverick. Finally, yeah, Woo. yeah, it was good, really good. It's like uh, you guys probably said it, but it's like it's, it's like a perfect modern '80s movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to yeah. put it. Yeah, and not to get into Lightyear already, but I kind of wish that was more like an '80s movie too but it wasn't we'll get there. Yeah.
1: did yeah. you watch it did you watch it in in, a, in any special format or just uh a uh, regular theater?
2: Uh theater, yeah, regular okay. theater. Okay. Anything else? Um, have you been enjoying Obi-Wan? I have been in, I would say I'm enjoying half of Obi-Wan. I think uh, okay. half Obi of the Obi or the one. one. Yeah, <laughs> just the half of each letter. Uh <laughs> Okay, so the O wan. Yeah like i like a lot of it and then there's a lot of it where i just feel like it's really clumsy and not well thought out mm. or executed or maybe it's like sounds better on paper but it wasn't executed exactly right
1: mm-hmm. so
2: you know stuff like that so kind of bug is,
1: is it done now or the release there's all one it? more episode there- Yes, yeah, one more episode okay from the day okay. we're recording right right okay great <laughs> um
0: i've seen a number of things (laughs) this week that i'll try to go through really quickly first up uh speaking of top gun maverick uh joseph kaczynski filmed that movie back in 2018 uh within that amount of time he made a whole other movie that came out on netflix this week called spiderhead Mm -hmm. um, featuring miles teller um and uh chris hemsworth uh it's this um kind of sci-fi psychological dark comedy thriller it's written by the deadpool guys Guys, that did those and, and the zombie land guys. Um, it has Chris Hemsworth as the kind of this scientist who has this island where it's all full of inmates that have sac- that have turned their time into being experiments for a drug um, mm-hmm. that basically just turns up their various emotions um, for reasons. Um, as far as like B movie kind of s- silly sci fi stuff goes, it's fun. Like I like Kaczynski. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders as far as being a director. I'm less enamored with with those writers. So it's like, I feel like the areas where I'm less impressed by is because of the script, not the directing. Uh, That said, Chris Hemsworth is having a ball in this movie. He is like the villain and he really knows how to like play this stuff big and do it well. So like if there's a reason to watch a fairly reasonably paced and not too long Netflix film, it's because Hemsworth in it and he's in it like the whole time. Miles Teller's good in it as well. Um, and it's humorous to watch him try to like hide the weight he gained for top gun it's like yeah you're like a beefcake now right and it's like well i, well, I put a baggy t-shirt on so you know whatever uh, <laughs> but, but you know it, it, there, there's fun to be had in this film mm-hmm. uh, another film i saw official competition uh, this is a spanish film starring antonio banderas and penelope oh, cruz this one. Yeah. two people that you think have worked together a lot but this is only their third time together in a movie Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but regardless, they're very good in it, and this movie is very funny. It's kind of a showbiz satire. Uh, Penelope Cruz plays like a very quirky indie director, Antonio Banderas, and another actor, a uh, an older, Mex- uh, older Spanish actor. I I can't think of his name offhand right now. Um, but like Antonio Banderas plays like an A-list movie star kind of guy, and this older actor is like a stage performer, and they and Penelope Cruz wants to bring them together because she knows their personalities will clash, um, for this movie that they want to make. And it's all about like this rehearsal process where she's putting them through trials to like get what she wants out of the script. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of seeing both their perspectives on how they approach acting. It's very funny. It's got some really comedically tense moments that I don't uh-huh. want to spoil, but there's like one in particular, that's kind of brilliant as far mm-hmm. as what she puts these actors through. Um, but it's in limited release right now. And I'd certainly recommend it because
1: it's so it's a funny version of drive my car uh no i'm
3: yeah. kidding
0: <laughs> no I, was, well, I, was, I mean you're not wrong for one thing i was, uh, there's like there's uh, there's other movies that came to mind but yeah that's that is not a bad <laughs> not just, a bad one to give them like doing rehearsals. but it's not a bad one to call to i'm serious like it's <laughs> there's things there that really reflect um, another movie that came out this week in select theater is called brian and charles uh, this is a british film it's shot like a mockumentary it's about this man named brian played by uh, david earl he's been in a lot of ricky gervais's recent tv shows Um, he is an inventor who's kind of slow not dim but like certainly has like a a way about him um, that's unique he likes inventing stuff that kind of works sort of and he invents this robot named charles how it works the way it does no idea but he did it he pulled it off and it's this awkwardly designed robot where it has like human legs a washing machine body and a mannequin head and like a big big shirt and cardigan over (laughs)
3: it's like
0: it looks ridiculous but it's also like a highly developed robot that acts like an infant learning how to be a person yeah Uh, it's like a quirky little comedy it's very offbeat it doesn't quite nail everything it's trying to do but it's certainly just a good time like when it comes to streaming i'd say yeah watch it it's cute
1: i watched the trailer for that and the one of the initial things i thought of was um the movie frank with uh yeah uh, uh what's his name michael vassbender vassbender It's kind of just because of the the overlarge enlarged head, right? Sure. But um, yeah, this one it looks it looks even weirder because the guy it's not a person; it's supposed to be like a sentient like robot, yeah, things. But it's definitely just like a guy in a costume, yeah. So so he has human legs, right? It's so weird. But it's no, there's
3: a lot of
0: there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in it. Like it's it's very leans on the side of sweet as opposed to trying to like make things more complex. So got it. It's worth it's a worth of view. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see two more things i also watched jerry and marge go large this is on paramount plus Uh it's it's based on a true story it features brian cranston and annette benning uh they play this they play this couple that found a loophole in the lottery system in the state that they're in and they don't just they don't really scam the lottery they just they found a way to kind of help the game work in their favor uh, as best they can, which involves an elaborate process, but what they do with it is bring the town, they like start like a, basically like an investment company and bring the town in on it, so they're throwing a bunch of money into this and getting some out of it, so it's kind of like, it works in the favor of everybody, until like these Harvard kids also discover this thing, and it kind of throws it off kilter. Again, it's a pretty a true story. It's fine. Uh, I, I continue to be on the fence on brian Cranston as a movie person like i think he is a t- brilliant tv actor i think in sure. movies it's similar to john hannah actually i think they are great tv stars i don't know if they're great for movies and it's a weird are thing you, to think about but uh-huh. it's it just something about it's like you're doing a good job but there's just something that's not quite right about this and I, don't, I don't. but know are you to, saying like,
1: that as leading roles or leading roles and like character yes. roles fine yeah like because i think john hammond baby driver is like yeah, there, there, a there's certainly role.
0: highlight. There's highlights for Brian Cranston as well. But there's I mean, but that's, that's, that's but a
1: character role. That's not. A they, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, so uh, yeah, as far as like leads,
0: yeah, leading man roles. Yeah,
1: no, nobody's talking yeah. about Million Dollar Arm except for Abe because he chose it as his dark horse. <laughs> 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 I mean, honestly, that that is a better choice
0: than what Marcus <laughs> did for his gamble this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, the movie uh, for a Paramount Plus streamer, it's it's worth watching. It's, okay. General. And the last one, the year is a new Father of the Bride on HBO Max yes, uh, featuring Andy Garcia, which was the exact reason I wanted to watch it because I like Andy Garcia. <laughs> I'm like, huh? okay. he's we, We've had three father, We had the original Spencer Tracy. Then we had Steven, uh, Steve Martin do two of them. And now Andy Garcia is like, I'm funny too, guys. And it's like, all right.
3: <laughs> Let's see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, he did
0: Ocean 13. He's like, I, I can be funny. <sighs> I, I got You, you know, uh, it, is, it is enjoyable for what it's doing. Uh, okay. I... It, it it um it's not you know breaking any new ground here but to see cuz you know i think we got used to seeing andy garcia pop up for like 3 minutes in a movie like every now mm-hmm. and again so to see him for like you know a 90 minute movie as the lead like that's a nice that's something refreshing i <laughs> yeah. i enjoyed this i enjoyed that
1: he's the not movie. just there to collect a paycheck and Yeah, i i enjoyed that he
0: like got like a, a a meaty role to work with as a as a right. as a proud cuban man who who doesn't know about this new guy his daughter's going to be
1: <laughs> so. Is his wife Gloria Stefan? Yeah, Gloria Stefan plays his wife,
0: and it adds some wrinkles. Like it mixes it up as far as how the familial relationship is compared to the other ones. Okay, Uh, so you know it—it's not an exact carbon copy of. Yeah, they're not playing
1: basketball in the backyard.
0: Uh, No, they're not playing basketball in the backyard, (laughs) and they don't have Andy Garcia narrating like he's the saddest person in the world, like Steve Martin does in the beginning of that movie.
1: Oh, my little
0: girl is moving out of the house now. How am I going to deal with this? You're Andy Garcia or Steve Martin? That's my Steve Martin. Okay. (laughs) I was like, Andy Garcia doesn't do that. He's like, I don't need to create right, movies. Right. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, that was another quick <laughs> trademark. That was good. That was good. Let's um, let's move. I, I cut out some because there's too many. <laughs> but um, let's uh, let's move on now. Let's get to some trailer talk where we talk about some of the newest movie trailers of the week when they're coming out. When we thought of them, what have you? This week we got a we got a little verses I wanted to put together for you guys. Uh, we we have two upcoming animated films. Uh, to keep in line with uh, light year and what you guys probably saw as previous we have disney's strange world uh, which is set to come out in november and it's about uh, a a journey to a uncharted treacherous territory of fantastical creatures and whatnot and then we have puss in boots colon, the last wish arriving uh are on christmas now and is the return of puss in boots who has to go to, I assume, some kind of fantastical world that's treacherous. You have to deal with fantasy creatures. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring these both up because one is that obviously an original Disney film. Uh, and then we have another, which is, much like Lightyear, a spinoff of a very popular franchise featuring sure. a marquee character. So I'm and curious. And not, not his first movie. And not even his first Yes, the second yeah. spinoff <laughs> of, right. of this. That said, as Abe may recall, uh, we were friend uh, to throw Adam Gentry out. we quite positive on the first Puss of Boots. It, right. was, uh, it seemed far better than it, it had any right to be. Uh, mm-hmm. With all of this in mind, David, let me go to you first. W- where are you between these two? W- w- which one like intrigues
2: you more?
1: Um, I'm not sure. Fair assessment?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. To be yeah, to be honest, I'm not really sure as not far sure. As both are intriguing, or neither of them, or um. Come
1: back to me on that. I'll okay. have an answer. Fair yeah.
0: enough. Abe, how about you?
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Puss in Boots The Last Wish. Huh. I'll give you a reason why. I want to throw my head in for DreamWorks animation. Mm-hmm. Because the bad guys came out. Yeah. And that was really fun. And I know that this is not an original thing. Neither was neither was the bad guys. It was kind of based off of the kids' books. Mm-hmm. But Dreamworks, they've they've known they've been known to do more quote unquote like adult humor, like with the Shrek films and whatever else. I I I know somebody who worked on Strange World. And so I, I'm just like, yeah, I, I want to support you too. And the trailer looks pretty interesting in terms of the animals and the creatures that are there. But I kind of want to support DreamWorks because I feel like they're they're on their last legs here. And I, I want to give them a hit so that they can kind of Know, it, they're not going anywhere like, they're not going <laughs> they're anywhere been around. <laughs> like, but uh, you know how like you know comp- i forget who got who got eaten up and then they did they were like you know we're gonna do with like blue sky animation so farewell to all the um the woolly mammoth movies <laughs> ice age movies but uh <laughs> i'm just like you know I-, I think that DreamWorks they could use a hit because again bad guys was really good but i don't think it performed that super well at the box office it's doing great what's that what's the number well i'm totally wrong then it's almost at 100 um domestically um, compared yeah for a movie like
0: that it's pretty good
1: that's good yeah but i I know what you're saying like there are like comparatively
0: there are are mega hits from dreamworks it's
1: yeah i I guess i'm uh, i'm thinking of like you know Encanto and all the other things where it's like these are like you know multi like multi-hundred million dollar hits kind of things like yeah, DreamWorks is, like, making, <laughs> like...
0: To fair, it got so flopped, by comparison. <laughs> for sure.
1: But you, these are bad examples. But essentially what I'm saying is, like, you know, Disney is on a streak. They've got a lot... They have a lot of, like, uh, sort of... They're sort not of on a... DreamWorks? No, no, I'm just... My argument is, like, totally dead now. It's like, shot in the water. I'm, I put my head in for both of boots. <laughs> but for the reasons of I want to support DreamWorks, I need to make good animation. They also make humorous things, um... That are for audiences that maybe if not everyone gets it, the adults will get it. Um, I have no doubts that Disney is going to do well with this movie. I have no doubt that it's going to have um, like some tearjerker moments, but I also am, I know the Disney formula, whereas like the Puss in Boots formula, it intrigues me more.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I think the animation style, you could tell that they changed it up a little bit. Yeah. And creatively, Visually, it's it's and the same with bad guys, it almost feels like they're going away from that usual dream work smirk that uh mm-hmm. that they're all famous for. So, I think, I think, yeah, that that one looks more interesting, more entertaining. Strange World, I don't know because I did like, I don't think I've liked, I've, I don't think I loved. A Disney movie in a really long time. That,
1: that's how I would frame it too. Yeah.
2: And I think, you know, they've all been successful critically, I guess. And even though they're like Encanto flopped, it's still, it, it kind of caught up eventually mm-hmm. where people bought on Disney Plus. And it, it won the Oscar. I mean, that's the other thing
3: too. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. It just, you know, I feel like because of its siege, because of CG and the way it's the, the pipeline is, I feel like they short. The the story process somewhere, and they'd be like, "Oh, we, we ran out of time to develop the script. We just have to start animating, even if it's not finished." And so, like Disney movies, I always feel like there's so much more potential for it to be even better, but it never reaches it. That's and
1: how I feel.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Strange World will impress us, but maybe it, will, it might just be like, "Huh?
1: Okay. Okay. So Aaron, it'll be interesting." Me and yeah. me and David on DreamWorks here. We're gonna have a knife fight. Are You with <laughs> us or against us?
0: Well, it's funny because I, I agree with what you're saying about Disney. Like the last one time I and honestly, I mean loved a Disney movie was Zootopia, which happens to be one of my favorites in general for Disney. So it's like, well, that was really great. Um since then, like there's certainly ones I enjoy or what have you. But the thing that oh. that the thing that gets me about what you're saying that I agree with is I like that DreamWorks is literally evolving how they make their movies as far as what they're looking like and everything. Like I can't say I've seen that very often from an animation company as far as changing up the, you know, status quo of what their movies look like. And so the fact that they're embracing what seems to be what Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse Sony did as far as having this more like comic tinged version that's blending, at least that, you know, even if it's not the process, the look of certain animation as far as 3D modeling and 2D modeling and like these kind of comic-y frames or what have you. That's what's going on here, much like it was going on in the bad guys, which is something I liked about the bad guys. It had this very specific visual style that right. seemed like it was something that was jumping off of Spider-Man in a good way, like it's evolving based off things that make sense as opposed to taking the wrong lessons away from something, which we'll talk about later. Right. Um, so but- see- so seeing Puss and Boots doing that, even going away from the Shrek and Puss and Boots movie, which do look like DreamWorks movies, right? I'm very intrigued by that. I want to see what that movie is. Plus, I liked Puss in Boots. So yeah. it's like, sure, give me another one of those. I- I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess we're not going to have to fight to the death now. You're on our team. Yeah.
2: I- yeah. Although, <laughs> although, hey, wait, wait. But like, even though I was saying that I was l- Ava, visually. Pretty,
1: we already gave you a tattoo for the Puss in Boots. Scene.
2: <laughs> I think, I mean, if given a choice, then I'll obviously I'll watch Strange World because I'm, I'm okay. that will that one might surprise me
1: more. Maybe I mean again, yeah. I'm curious to see both, but I, I I wouldn't, I would not be shocked if all of a sudden we all watched Strange World and we're just like, I saw where that was going, or like it's fine, like it's it's fine. Because like yeah, I
2: think I feel like Puss in Boots. It's gonna be, it might be more entertaining, but it might. I don't think it's gonna change my world where Strange World has potential to do that. So if given the choice, I'm now going to Strange World.
1: (laughs) Okay, well. (laughs)
2: If I had we'll to get, pick,
1: what we'll, we'll, uh, we'll knife fight you next time. You know, Michael Jackson beat it style, exactly like that. <laughs> uh, well, Strange World arrives
0: in theaters November twenty third, twenty this year, and uh, Puss in Boots comes out uh, December twenty first. Boom, so, got some time. Yeah, well, they're going head to head. Well, <laughs> like a month in between, but yeah, they're they're, sure. they're doing their thing. You know, holiday season. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, well. That's been our look at some trailers, so let's move on. Let's get to our main review for Lightyear.
2: Buzz Lightyear mission log, Stardate 3901. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go.
3: Who are you talking
2: to? No, no one.
3: You were narrating again. I was not.
2: Just doing the mission log.
3: You do know no one ever listens to the I know that.
2: Narrating helps me focus.
3: Ready, Captain Lightyear.
2: Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This is
3: exciting—a new adventure. I'm gonna grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us, to infinity
2: and beyond. You are clear for hyper launch. Buzz, that was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. Buzz, Lightyear to Star Command. Coming, Star Command. Why don't they answer? Uh, Hey, hey! The robots! The what? What is happening right now? Alicia? Oh, no. That's my grandmother. But, socks, how long were we gone? Meow, 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 meow. 62 years, 7 months, and 5 days.
0: What? That should have been some of the trailer for Lightyear. Director and animator Angus McClain pitched the idea for Lightyear with Andrew Stanton back in 2016 after Finding Dory. McClain specifically wanted to make a sci-fi story as Star Wars has always been his favorite film. As we'll discuss, Lightyear is attempting to be the Star Wars of the Toy Story universe. Within this film, Buzz finds himself stranded with his crew on a hostile planet. He conducts test flights in an effort to get his people back home, but in doing so, it leads to time dilation, aging everyone around Buzz faster than himself. Decades pass, leading to Buzz finally having what he's looking for, but also having to deal with a robot army led by the nefarious Emperor Zurg. It'll be up to Buzz and a ragtag crew of space rangers in training to complete the mission. David, you've now seen this movie. Did you like the film and would it have convinced you to need a Buzz Lightyear toy?
2: <laughs> the second part of your question is the ultimate deciding factor of how much like would be. So I think the movie is good. I don't think it's great. Although there's great moments in it, like most Pixar movies, but mm-hmm. as a whole, um, my main thing is that if this is the movie that inspires Buzz Lightyear Star Command and a whole line of kitty toys, I don't believe that. This is not the '80s movie that you know, like we that Andy would have watched over mm-hmm. and over and over. It's a little too modern in how they handle things, and I'm not saying that's like necessarily a bad thing it's just more like if they're trying to go for an aesthetic that reminds us of an age then they kind of miss the mark and so that that's i mean it's kind of like yeah it's it's an unfair way to look at a movie right it's like well is it good i mean yes but is it good can it be better because of this this and this you know it's weird It's, it's a weird way to think about something and judge a movie that way. Whether, um, whether I want to buy a toy, I I do want to buy socks. Sure. Yeah, but as far as, like, a Buzz figure, no, I I'm, I'm don't need a
1: Buzz figure.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Abe, what did you think of Lightyear?
1: I, I thought that it was fun, but it's not the best. And I think that there are certain things about it technically that we can speak on later that really help it aesthetically look the way that it looks. Um, But I think that there is a, there's like a moment in the movie where I thought, okay, well, this is going into a direction where it feels a little bit more regular slash contrived. And I kind of know where you guys are going to go with this. And the people that you're adding to the movie don't really help out where you're going with it either. Um, I think that there's there's like a strong strive for it to to have like this this meaning of some kind. But sometimes as we just saw with like Top Gun, sometimes you don't really need a meaning. Sometimes you just need like good guy and a bad guy and just some action scenes and you go with it. And I'm not saying that, you know, Lightyear is sort of held back by any of that. But you don't have to superly overly complicate some things too. Um and while pixar has kind of I I, this is a general question for everybody to sort of later too like while pixar has had like uh i think some successes and some some critical darlings it also has had some some clunkers to to some degree not cars too though we we love cars too but you know i i'm i'm saying like you know i certainly feel as though they're like i think that when we used to think about Pixar, we'd be like, Oh, here's like prestige movie or prestige animation in terms of story as well as the look. But, um, I think lately, like, I don't know if it's like a search for the, the toy Story franchise to just keep going and they kind of really just wanted to, to have it push forward. But in, in certain aspects, I just feel as though it's like, well, you guys are kind of milking some things and like, Aaron, you have, you have a good question in the notes here, which is like, did anybody ask for this? You know? Um, so, with all that being said, like, I, I think that there's, like, a certain part of, like, the first half of the movie that I really dug. I dug it for its creativity, its invention, like, the stakes that are at play, um, kind of, like, how they're doing some things. Could it have been a little bit more fun and loose? Possibly. And then could it have been, like, as you move toward, like, the second la- half of the movie, I'm just like, oh, man, this, like, went from, like, a good movie to, like, just, like, an okay movie. And I'm still having fun but I wish that it was a little bit more. Um, I don't know know if the term engaging is correct, but I just wish that it was a little bit more of, of its own self. Like if you knew who you are, then you should just be who you are kind of thing. And because we have to tie it into what you guys were discussing with, well, this is the movie that Andy saw to inspire him to watch this, to, to buy this toy or to get this toy for his birthday and just love it more than Woody. It's like, he was concerned about time dilation and like that's really what drove him to like really want this buzz (laughs) Lightyear your toy but you know i when you when you mentioned that to to david and you asked him about you know that aspect of it i sort of thought about um in robocop this is a weird callback but in robocop when he when alex murphy goes to see his his old house and his son is there watching like the star show and he's like dad can you do that that's the kind of thing where it's like and you should have seen something like that where it's just like 80s, 70s, like you know, Star Wars style type movie was like this is the best, you know, and he can fly. He's got a laser in his arm, and he's like in uncharted space. Um, and in this one, I was like, I think that like to David's point, like I would rather they have a socks toy than anything else because socks is like the anchor that like leaves me feeling the most uh, as a movie. I also think that the relationship between but Buzz Lightyear and and Hawthorne is nice, but um, you know, it's a little bit short lived. So. On the
2: I, whole, uh-huh. no, no. Um, I was just going to cut you off in in in, a, in tangent speaking, like mm-hmm. of what inspires Andy. I think the beginning of Toy Story Two is way better than anything in Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that the, opening the video that game Buzz
1: sequence. Lightyear, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, that that was what made me go like, holy, oh my god! I believe that Buzz Lightyear is the most amazing thing ever. Sure, but nothing in Lightyear. Is the movie felt that fun.
1: Yeah. And, and again, like just to wrap up, and then Aaron, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Like, again, it's a fun movie, but do I think that it's one of Pixar's best? Not, not really.
0: I, you know, the toy question I think is the most interesting one as far as does this convince me that I want a Buzz toy? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Socks is the MVP. I mean, we'll talk about that more if we need to, but I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> like Socks. <Yeah>, yeah. <laughs> um, and would you want a Socks toy? I mean, if it would do some things, sure. Like, I don't know if right. it would do the things I would do. It would just be this, like, cat thing. So it's like, all right. Uh, that said, I, I don't know. I could buy Andy wanting a Buzz Lightyear that has all the things that it has and everything. Like, I I could get that uh, partially because, well, the toy is cool. And also because Andy sucks. I mean, like, he, <laughs> he would have that taste to begin with. <laughs> oh, uh, He'd be like, yeah, cool. It lights up and stuff. It goes in the dark. It has wings, whatever. Yeah, I'm Andy. I suck. Um, it's a cool guy. Where did uh, where did this come from? I I got the kid that builds stuff. It's really creative, and I got Ed He was like, <laughs>
3: wait,
2: wait. I think I think. Well, basically, I'm thinking that this is the movie that inspired a cartoon line, and the Buzz Lightyear toy that he has is like the is the cartoon version so that's what that's, of, that's like, my
0: takeaway also like i think the the problem i have is that the movie makes such a declarative statement at the beginning that says this is that movie is that or, movie just right. like this is part of that series or i yeah. i don't know i'm right. not saying that's exactly you know you know what i'm
2: saying yeah like, right i feel like it's the it's the real ghostbusters yes. cartoon there you go of, you know, if we had to draw a parallel because there's been cartoons of like back to the future robocop um, what Which else?
0: inspire toys, right? And they and and kids want right. those toys, right? They don't necessarily want yeah. the toy of Marty McFly, but if they had a like Marty McFly DeLorean cartoon thing, it's like, yeah, I want that toy. Yeah. So I can Right, I can, right. But like, yeah.
1: But yeah Wars, with like cool action, like you know, a JVC camcorder.
2: <laughs> right. Like you know, like droids or or um, ewoks kind of thing yes. uh, Yeah. But mm-hmm. we still but here's the thing is that we still prefer the toys of the original movie.
0: That's that's fair. Um, in some cases, and uh, you know, some of us and this is not yep. a necessary conversation <laughs> overall.
2: <laughs> like, right, right. Right.
0: So to get I'll, to my thoughts on the movie, yeah, we can please. get back to this we need to. Right, Um too. Sure. Uh, I like Lightyear. I think it's a fun film. I think it has an issue related to not being quite that ambitious as far as movies go., um, and there's there's outside concerns as far as this is the movie that I'm seeing in a theater. Versus the other Pixar originals that have come out, where it's like I can't—we'll get to that. I can't blame this on Lightyear, but at the same time, it's like we're in a weird spot here. But as far as like if I'm just looking at like the movie that I watched, I had a fun time with this movie. I think it's incredibly good looking. Uh, It has a very specific look that it's going for that I enjoyed. It's had this mix of kind of photoreal and the characters and. It, it it's weird to like assess this as like it's supposed to be basically a 90s blockbuster but then mm-hmm. you have to take a step back and be like well but like toy story i don't know why i should say this out loud but toy story is a fictional world like i should already understand so it's like i can't say that the 90s i experienced are the same as the 90s that andy experienced because it's made up like <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. i don't think enough people seem to want to understand this uh, so it's like I can't say you know this is how '90s movies look it, in it's, every universe. <laughs> like, so.
2: it, it, that makes you buy a, a Mr. Potato Head, though, you know. So it's it's our world.
0: That, that, in,
1: that's interesting.
0: Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Mr. Potato Head in, just in both, just did multiple universes. I don't know.
2: Yeah. It, they just have like a, you know a pizza planet and a, a few other things. That's all. It's yeah, the okay. same kind of general world.
0: Yeah, I get that it's approximating, but regardless, as far as like going <laughs> back to this movie, I like that it opens up King's Comedy conversations because they are entertaining to me. But like the movie is fun. I think the cast is Chris Evans is doing what he needs to here. I think uh, Uzo Aduba has doing a lot of heavy lifting in the very small time that she has in this movie, right? Um, which I appreciated because then it in turn I think works well for Kiki Palmer's character as well as the other fun guys with, with Taika Waititi and and uh and Dale Souls, uh like there's a enjoyable ragtag cast here that puts them on this track that Pixar movies tend to go down as far as you know there's an objective there's team ups there's relationships or what have you like it's a it's following a pretty standard kind of formula but like the jokes worked for me and the adventure stuff worked for me I agree that like the Toy Story 2 opening is pretty epic so it's like yeah it's a little bit of a shame that Pixar's sci-fi adventure movie is not as good as the first five minutes of toy story 2 but at the same time i still enjoyed this world i i liked getting what i got out of this it's a it's basically like a softball for pixar as far as like what they're aiming for i wish it aimed higher Mm -hmm. but i didn't walk in thinking it would go that much higher so it's like i'm not disappointed by it it's doing basically what i expected but it's doing it rather well also, yeah. I like every time that Isaiah Whitlock Jr. says "laser dome." So, I mean, <laughs> you know, there's a there's a lot of fun there.
1: So, getting into the question that you asked earlier, of you know, this is the one that we saw in theaters versus the other ones. Mm-hmm. Your assessment of this is: we know where the story goes. Like, how far could they really go if it doesn't really want to have um, like uh, larger stakes, or like if they really want to go like out there with their story and whatever else? I feel the same way. Which is like, I would rather have seen Soul or Luca in the theaters um and this one is cool because it has like the IP and stuff but it wasn't as like engaging and pushing as the other ones in terms of like their own stories or how they made you feel and you know it's kind of a bummer because I know that it wasn't up to like the 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 Pixar brass to be like well you know we're gonna hold this one out and you know only push Lightyear but it is a it is a bummer that um the ones that I think that the, the stronger ones that they came out during the pandemic times um, and red and, and turning red uh, were kind of like pushed away into streaming services
0: it's a it's a number of things like for one yes those films are all like of the four I, I, I'm curious what David thinks about this but I would say those other those other three are stronger than Lightyear, year um, and part, partially because of what you're saying Abe. as far as they each seem to have like a question they're asking that I find to be interesting and want to see how that gets answered. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the question of Lightyear is beyond. So who is Buzz Lightyear?
1: And, is that a, <laughs> and it's like, and again, David and 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 Aaron, you guys like brought this up when we were talking previously on a Pixar movie, and I was like. You guys have blown my mind. Like, is this a movie about, you know,
0: who is this light year? So what's crazy yeah. about that side tangent real quick is that, that we, we had this discussion with Turning Red as far as what is Lightyear and how does this work? Exactly. Because yeah. Disney and Pixar have done like a terrible job of explaining that. And then this movie comes out and it took three sentences. It's like, mm-hmm. thank you. That's all I needed. Like, I don't know why it took this long to get that message across. I don't and then know. And they never went back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it's and- like... <laughs> Figure it out in that conversation. We kind of just said this has to be the movie that Andy watched. Like we basically
0: came to, but we still had to have like a huge debate to get there, as opposed to just having like a very simple message explaining this.
2: Sure. Right. But I think where I landed was I think this was a modern movie that was a like kind of like how Transformers Michael Bay movie was like a revamp of an original animated show. Uh huh. So like I thought Buzz Lightyear the Toy was like a cartoon series that Andy loved. And then this light year is like a Michael Bay making of a new movie. See, that's in a, his, that's a better,
0: that's a better idea, honestly. <laughs> yeah. it, all, it also, it doesn't have to live up to certain expectations, right? If you say this is the movie that Andy loved and it based in, in its phase, Toy Camera's favorite yeah. movie, that means yeah. that you set the stakes high for the movie being incredible.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I think but he also you also set it,
1: up the movie to be a different type of movie that what, than what we saw. It becomes like a Top Gun Maverick type thing, where it's like action and like really fun sequences. And this one has like right traditional Pixar like tinges of the heart, and That's also what I'm like so if you're the making moral a, story. Yeah,
0: if you're making a remake of that movie or another movie within that movie's universe, right? Then this makes it makes it would make more sense that like this is that result, along with like right. the things you mentioned, David, like being very modern and what have you.
1: Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. mentioned the it aesthetics.
0: Was very odd. Yeah. yeah. Storytelling. Yeah. And, I, and I want I want to get back to that. I want to finish up the other point I had though as far as okay. the optics of this stuff coming out. So it's like, yes, there's questions to have asked in <laughs> as far as like what those movies meant versus what this movie means. But the other thing, and frankly, kind of obvious thing, those other movies went to Disney you know, went to Disney Plus. Pandemic makes sense for at least two of them. Turning red seems pretty egregious when, like, Sing Two had already come out and made like four hundred million dollars. It's like, why mm-hmm. is Turning Red going to Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. And also, those are the movies that are Fo- failed.
2: No. Sorry, because Encanto failed.
0: Yeah, that I mean, I can understand the re- and the, there was a new strain. Like, I get why, but at the same time, it's like in hindsight, it's like, did we really need to do this? And I don't think the answer was yes.
2: No, uh, yeah, but yeah, right.
0: But on top of all of that. Those are three original films featuring original voices, featuring right. you know people of color or characters that you don't quite see all the time in movies, let alone animated movies for kids, or light years about the white guy. <laughs> it's like his adventures. Sure, yeah.
1: that's the point too. Is like you know, turning red has a lot to say about like you know, growing up as a girl in Canada, but also just topics that we never really talked about, which we talked all throughout Turning Red, you know, the themes of that movie. Yeah, like this one is like a guy who failed at a mission because he was stubborn and solo. And then he decided, like, let me just keep failing. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, no, nah, it's cool, man. We're just going to live here. I'm like, what? <laughs> how, do, how does that like, how's that for a message for you? But laser shield. There well, is. Yeah. I mean, if the movie does
2: raise a lot of interesting things to think about as far as sci-fi goes you know
1: like um, there's tons of references to other sci-fi movies as well yeah so you're yeah. like
2: that like i feel like the inst- the movie like let's okay the original concept was this is the movie that inspires buzz Great. lightyear the toy right mm-hmm. but then i think they just kind of went down this rabbit hole of like oh oh that's so cool what if we made buzz what if we made Zerg buzz? <laughs> then they was like, well, we have to figure that out. And then I think they went, yeah, they went down this rabbit hole of trying to like coming up with too many neat ideas. And they just tried to put that all into this movie rather than making yeah. a fun 80s romp. You yeah. know, like a love letter and then, to sci-fi. Yeah, that, what... and
1: that would have been fun. And I think like other, I'm sure that, Aaron, you mentioned that, that um, the director has kind of like come at this I mean, he's been working there for a while, too. Like, Angus has yeah. kind of, like, been working Pixar at Pixar yeah. yeah. for, like, over 20 years. And so he kind of knows the system. But, you know, the idea of, like, I was inspired by Star Wars and I wanted to make a, sh- a movie like that. That's a cool idea. That's a cool concept. Well, yeah, you know just I mean?
0: Pixar making a sci-fi movie is inherently interesting. Yeah. So, the like, fact even... that you have to tie it to an IP, I get where that comes from. but Totally. You know, I, mean, I still see the, the, I see the point of trying to do yeah. something like that
1: but it also is one of those things where I think that if you had changed the aesthetics up, that would have been fun too. Like he gets to change suits and stuff like that. And that's fun. But if you had made everything sort of like, you know, um, Incredibles world where like the cars are like misshapen and people have like, you know, various heights and, and, you know, fun character uh, pieces about them. That's fun. You know what I mean? But like, well, here I mean, it's I- like. The idea it looks is that it's very clean it, and
0: yeah, well, go ahead. It's, it's supposed to because it's supposed to be in the, that S- universe. universe. They, it, it's supposed to be a live action film in Toy Story, right? So they're supposed to look like people would like, they're supposed to, oh, is it live action? Yeah, it the, the idea is that yeah. Lightyear is a in Andy's world, this would be considered a live
1: action, a live action movie, film, right? Okay. So it, it looks like people, like it, yeah, like humans, which is which is fine, but like again, like if you guys had kept it to like an 80s or 70s, early 90s aesthetic. Would have been really fun too. Like, it would have been like a nice little like, hey, look at me. Like, you know, I can, I can relate to some of the people that are watching it with their kids now.
2: Yeah, and it's like, you know, Socks is supposed to be that old eighties animatronic.
1: Yeah, you got character. That yeah, he's like toy. a Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, or that yeah. owl
0: from Clash of the Titans. Yeah, number of or,
1: or like a, an elf. Right. No problem. <laughs> Pretty good. Yo. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
2: it's it. It's just such a kind of a bummer, and that they didn't really go all in on that. And you kind of wish that. What if Pixar made a live action movie? What if they made this an actual live action movie with eighties sensibilities? And I, I almost feel like that would have been been way more refreshing. I don't. You keep saying eighties. I mean, this would be a nineties movie for Andy. No, I'm I'm saying it's okay. In Ninety five. It's it's like late eighties, early nineties, and then by sure. Like then there's a cartoon that comes out right after, and then the toy line. So are you presuming this timeline? Or are you just saying Are you is this? Do you know this?
1: It's kind of no because I think. I think oh good.
2: They they dictate that they say in 1995, you know, Andy got, poised like a Buzz Lightyear figure, and so. Yeah. And, I mean, are you so does that establish that the movie
0: came out some no, other time?
2: No, that the movie comes out. Prior to ninety-five, because it inspires the cartoon line, that is where the Buzz Lightyear toy is based off of.
1: Okay. okay, so you're saying that the movie comes out, so it has to have some time to breathe to give it a cartoon series, and yeah. then give it. Because the t- t- there's oh. like, I think he said there's like a tr- there's been a trilogy of Lightyear movies, which led to yeah. a cartoon okay. series, right? Yeah, so like, it, yeah, like, mid eighties, uh, late eighties, nineties,
2: nineties. Even if it's an early nineties movie, it has eighties, sure. fair enough, sense of here sure. and there,
1: you
3: know? yeah.
2: Um. yeah just a little bit especially if it's a trilogy then we don't then there's got to be a whole bunch of them right but yeah this not this isn't a movie if it's a trilogy
1: yeah <laughs> well, I'd like to take this back into sort of Aaron what you talked about the box office like did is the box office sort of is it speaking to everybody kind of having uh, just an okay viewing experience or is it that maverick is just doing so great because it's father's day weekend uh, no movies movies don't compete with each other they compete with themselves that's not a problem there but plenty of movies have
0: thrived alongside other blockbusters in the past i think it's a it's a mix of things uh none of which have to do with the fake controversies that have come out in the past week um it's the it one thing is disney disney plus has trained audiences to like pixar movies at home um which sucks a shame <laughs> like yeah. that's that's a like, that's a shame, bad side shame in huge capital letters like that's, a shame that's yeah. a bad side effect um the other general interest i mean is there anything special about lightyear the movie a movie that does not feature other toy story characters does not feature tim allen uh just seems to have come out of nowhere has a has an explanation for why it exists that's somewhat tricky i, I don't know why you would prioritize that over a movie with dinosaurs, which you can't see anywhere else, or a movie with jets that you can't see anywhere else or mm-hmm. any number of things. Like it's, it's like, who wants to see this movie who, that right away in theaters at a time when you you're being more selective with the movies that you're seeing in theaters. Okay. It, it's a matter of, you know, it, it's not a matter of, did we need this? Cause you don't need any movie movies exist and you go see them if you want to. It's a matter of uh, just do audiences is this like the is this, this necessary for them to watch the theater after they've seen Soul and turning red and Luca at home? Like why am I seeing this one in theaters? What makes this one mm-hmm. special? And I don't think it just like, for example, another movie that's very similar about a fancy spaceman, a fancy white spaceman, solo a movie that also didn't do great at the box office. Did people need solo? Did people did, were people rushing out to see not Harrison Ford play solo? No. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> it's a similar parameter. If you make it a movie gave those-
1: us, it gave us cool, you know, um, uh, Lando and gifts. Yeah. If you make a quote unquote generic
0: movie that looks like everything else, that's not special. <laughs> like,
1: so. Yeah. Yeah. I hear what you're saying there, and you know, obviously, the next question I have for you guys are are, are you finished with that one? Yeah. 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 The next question I have for you guys is obviously like, where does this rank? Because you guys both take Pixar f- movies fairly seriously. You guys have running lists. Like, where where does this rank for both of you or each of you?
0: Um, looking it up mm-hmm. now, David. You have your answer, brother. Yeah, I guess uh, for, for
1: David, it's like bottom third, it's towards the bottom. Okay.
2: Um, but I, I mean, I, okay, I'll pull up the actual list. There's
0: 26 Pixar phones, it's 20th for me. Okay, it's just ahead of onward.
2: Okay, okay. mine is 22 from on my list.
1: Yeah, so you guys roughly I, have it like, yeah, lower than the lower ones. Yeah, yeah. I have way up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i really like it. good
1: yeah. that's good
0: would you david would you say that the
2: that light year is the the least of the last like of these of this streaming era of pixar movies definitely i have luca and turning red roughly around like nine and ten okay and then Lightyear is 22 yeah i assume soul so- is higher than Lightyear as well yeah I have right now, I have Brave ahead of it, but I feel like Lightyear will probably move up ahead of Brave. That seems fair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then,
2: Ori ahead of Lightyear.
1: Yeah. And then the follow up question I have for you guys is like, great. Well, you know, we have Lightyear here in theaters. Actually, two questions. The nearest follow up is like, are we running? Like, should we sort of look to ease down or tone down the Toy Story universe? Toy Story 4 was great from uh, the standpoint of the technology and the way that they used um, all the the animation advancement. But I, I have heard a lot of people say, like, why did we need this? And I think the further question that everybody here is asking today is, did we need Lightyear? Like, uh, a character that I think is maybe less beloved than than Woody, but maybe has, like, a more interesting background of just, like, being in space versus the, the Wild West. I mean... I like Toy Story four more than I like Toy Story three, <laughs> so I mean, uh-huh. I'm not
0: I'm not complaining about getting. And Toy man, story
1: I love Toy Story four too, yeah. I thought it was great and hilarious. Yeah, um, it, gave, and, it gave Woody his own arc. Yeah,
0: and again, this is not a question that I ask myself. But like, do we need this? Like, whatever.
1: Like, not, not, it's <laughs> not really. It's not more like. Or do we? need I know it, you're not like, saying this, but I. I like it's like the, the tone down question of like, can we? Sure. Should we move away to like more story, personal stories, like what we talked about with Soul, Luke, and Turning Red?
0: I mean the the obvious answer would be yes, right? Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, as far as this
0: goes for pixar yes they've had their share of sequels that have certainly worked for them but at the same time if it's a choice between more of this thing let alone a spin-off of a thing that we like and whatever versus you know a completely original story yeah i'm going to choose the original story (laughs) like that's just makes sense to me um so it's like yeah should we move away from toy story stuff yeah in general yes Mm -hmm. There was a if you present me something really compelling for Slinky Dog when he was young, like I don't
1: know, but only if you can get Jim Varney's ghost to voice voice it,
0: or you know the shark and what he wants to do with that hat, like I don't know. He like, gave it back. Maybe he gets it again now that Woody's gone. <laughs> he stole it from, stole from it. Woody. Woody. That was Woody. It's a short. Toy, to Toy Story Five: The Search it's, for Woody's Hat. They made it. They made a story called Woody's Gift, and it
1: was it was a present Martin sent to the shark. <laughs> But, David, how about you? Like, uh, should we, should we, should we, add, sh- hope that they kind of uh, stop using the Toy Story IP? I mean, it's kind of one of their
2: biggest legacy character franchises. Mm-hmm. And I, I, even if I say no, I think they're just going to keep going anyway. Sure.
0: So, regardless I of see- what they do based off money that can be made, what do you think? Do you want to see more adventures in Toy Story Land?
2: Yeah. I would say so. Okay. If you, okay. but right, I think, um, be, we're, you know, right now with the number four, the the group has split up, which kind of feels weird. But I feel like they'll probably like the fifth movie. I don't know. They'll somehow figure out a way to get them all together again. I don't yeah, know.
0: Woody's revenge, where somebody murders Rex, and Woody's like, okay, guys, He's I got to go. Solve gotta, I got to go solve the
1: crime. <laughs> <laughs> he borrows Mr. Potato's mustache. Where is it? <laughs> Um, well, th- now this, this goes to like the second question, uh, follow up question, which is their next movie is called Elemental. It's going to be directed by Peter Son, uh, who voiced the Sox and who has done. Many um, side characters in Pixar? Side characters. And didn't he direct um, The Good, Good Dinosaur? Dinosaur? The Good Dinosaur, yeah. Yeah. And so He's- the question, uh huh. Yeah. Well, sort of the question here is like, does that feel like more of the same? Because. I don't know what it's about I'm, I'm curious to see like how it plays out but i mean elemental element uh, items you know we've seen inside out one of david's favorites um <laughs> and, and i'm just curious like you know like are we running is the well running dry and and this is not a criticism of pixar it's just more of a question of like are there are they just being are they playing things too safe so curious what you guys think i have no idea i mean you, uh, you can read me a sentence
0: description of the movie and that could sound similar to things but i mean a lot of movies sound similar to each other it could be completely yeah. different i don't know
2: yeah yeah i have no idea what the movie is really about mm-hmm. okay
0: i, I mean as, as far as it stands for me it's a movie that it's an original concept from coming from pixar so it's like i mean you could argue that soul is very similar to inside out and i love soul so yeah i mean, <laughs> i you know, it comes down to the movie that I'm presented with. Is the well running dry? I don't necessarily think so. I think they've had plenty. I mean, I haven't seen a movie about a big red panda before. I mean, the, <laughs> they got plenty of ideas
1: going for them. Yeah. You any thought on that? I, 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 the reason why I ask is like I'm just like man, like this feels the same, you know. And I, I, I get it, it. like, I, I totally get too because if you have a formula that works, we talked about this with just Disney and like. The reason why I didn't feel like I was super blown away by Ryan the Last Dragon, you know, and *Kanto* and a previous other Disney animation studio works is like, Aaron, you said it best. Like when I saw Zootopia, that was going for some ideas that I was like, this is incredible to put in like a children's movie and make me think about how its context could be derived into multiple meanings. Um, and the other ones are just like, well, you know, it's a story about like believing in yourself and you know moving forward and persevering it's like I, i've seen those and so with elemental when i'm when i saw some earlier artwork and i kind of read some early synopses of it i'm just like okay <laughs> like but what about
0: like I mean, uh, impressions aren't present you like the movie you like the movie I do think, sure, sure. you know you, beyond just story there's just so many other things to explore when it comes especially of animated films as far as the creativity on display as far as yeah. what they're throwing out at you visually or right. you know what the performances are on a vocal standpoint, or what the music is. I mean, there's so much that makes up a movie, where it's like even if it treads the line of being close to a story I've seen before, there's there's plenty of other things about something that I can look at to you know appreciate it more or less than another thing.
1: And that's good because I, I think like the overarching question here is just like, hey, does it, where does Pixar go from here? Right? Do they stick with like things that are familiar with them, or do they still keep pushing the envelope where where they had previously? Uh, but a lot of animation studios have caught up. Uh, yeah. as well and to pixar's credit i mean Lightyear is the first film they, they've made four movies that are original before they
0: went back to making something that's proper ip connected so it's like that's fair i mean yeah. <laughs> it's like they haven't been trying to mix it up regardless of no how much you like again, the movie
1: yeah and again like it kind of just really sucks that the pandemic has said like hey you guys can be relegated to streaming versus uh, uh theatrical release and that you know it just feels as though it's like yeah, why Lightyear? <laughs> like, with, we should with have pushed of, harder. Though. with With all of that mind, can we go back to Lightyear for a bit? and talk more about the uh,
0: um what it's doing. Let's talk about these characters a bit. I, again, I wanted to start with Lightyear himself. We have Chris Evans here. Um, he he is obviously replacing Tim Allen. Uh, I'm curious your guys' thoughts on on having another actor portraying him. I will note it's not like this is the first time Buzz Lightyear's been replaced. Patrick Warburton portrayed Buzz Lightyear in the Expansive cartoon series, let alone spin off movie. Um, but here we have a full other actor portraying him in a feature film. I can understand that being maybe confusing, but at the same time, it's like toys don't sound like movie characters, right? <laughs> no, yeah, but-
2: especially in the era of the late 80s and 90s, is that none of the original movie actors ever played their cartoon voices, mm-hmm. and which was annoying for all of us. Like, even when I was a kid, I was like, why isn't it- why is it Robin Williams playing the genie again? Why is it Homer Simpson? <laughs>
1: you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, Dan Castellaneta.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I think that's kind of par for the course if they're doing that on purpose. What I don't understand is why Tim Allen didn't have a cameo or did he?
1: I don't know. I don't like, He I had would- a cameo. But, I mean, I understand that Disney wants to like sort of distance itself from him anyway. That's not true because he has a Disney Plus series where he stars as the Santa Claus coming soon. Disney's still in the Tim
0: Allen business. Good,
1: good job on him. But I know that there was just a lot of like brouhaha around some stuff that he had said. Um... There, there is, as far as. People noticed it, but
0: Disney's never come out and said like we don't like Tim Allen anymore.
1: I mean, if if they don't like him, then you're definitely gonna know, right? You know. And again, this and he is wouldn't just get more, a Santa Claus TV series. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like to your point, it's like yeah, your point is valid of just like you know if they didn't like him, then they wouldn't greenlight some of this stuff. But I know that you know there's been some like weird stuff with Tim Allen. Like to I, I'm in agreement with David of just like if this is true that this is the movie that inspired the show that inspired Andy then it wouldn't be the same person because like, yeah, you can't, you can't afford to have like an A-list actor do TV uh, for TV cash. You know what I mean? So it would have been Chris Evans is like the actual voice of like the Buzz Lightyear Tim Tim, or Peter Warburton, Patrick Warburton is uh, the cartoon version. And then he got like a version of Patrick Warburton, I guess, as a toy. Yeah. So yeah. Or within the universe, it makes so there's, like another nice. Buzz Lightyear that he
0: meets. Like i like the movie could have done this. Like had like fake credits for Lightyear, so we'd be like know who the actors are playing Lightyear, the people funny. within the movie Lightyear. <laughs> that, yeah. be, but then I, you know that's also like, do we need a framing device with Andy like going to a movie theater? It's like that's a bit much. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay,
1: but what do you so think with all of the, with all of that? Like, what do you think of Chris Evans? He's fine. He's serviceable. I mean, he he's he's being Captain America, Chris Evans in animation form. Um, but it's, you know, he's, he's a serviceable guy because he sounds like a captain in America, Buzz Lightyear kind of guy, but he's not really doing anything with his voice either. He's not throwing it the way that, um, I was surprised when you told me that, that, um, Daniel Craig had, was the villain in Tintin. I was like, that was
0: Daniel Craig. <laughs> I love that. That's the go-to example. It's a yeah. good one.
1: I agree with you. <laughs> I was like, I did I, I was trying to figure out the whole movie, <laughs> Yeah, but you know, he's not doing anything crazy with it, but he he serves his purpose david any thoughts on this
2: um
0: <laughs> is it complicated do you love the tool man and you're just like i don't know guys
2: yeah no i, no, I mean i think i said my part um yeah it, it's it doesn't make sense for him to voice the character fair enough mm-hmm. if this about, this is... i'm sorry no but no, no i i think i just trailed off but <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough but what about the rest of the cast did you they were any standout characters for
2: you You know, it's weird for me because I watch this movie as like a very, very modern movie and I almost feel like the cast is a little,
3: eh, okay. Mm.
2: I don't know if I love the characters. Yeah. The little, the, the team that he has, I don't know. I love Taika Waititi by himself. I don't know if he fits in this movie. I mean, I like love socks. Pete Stone is, uh, is kind of a, a gift. I love Kiki Palmer as an actor, as a, as a personality. I couldn't really tell it was her in this movie and Darby. And I, yeah, I really don't understand, you know, it's like, I'm just trying to figure out like the reason why these characters are in this movie. I sure. just, I guess, I, I guess I really just wanted more from this, from this movie and I didn't get it. And I don't, I don't
1: know Yeah. Hey, from a voice talent standpoint you know no, nobody really stands out per se um, aside from like you know uh, Isaiah Whitlock kind of just with is, he's got an iconic voice and, laser dome. yeah and I'm surprised that they didn't have him like say an offshoot of she you know in some way but um, but at the same time like David to your point that's kind of where I was like I think I enjoyed like the first half of this movie much more before the introduction of additional characters not just that it takes away but it, it certainly feels as though they have to like now cater to a few other spinning plates in the air and sometimes that's not like the easiest thing to do if you haven't really set up stakes for me to really so much care about these Taika Waititi to be honest like I love Taika but I was just like man I could have done without him in this movie like he, like he's Taika with it up but it's also just like hey man like i've heard you do this as at least with korg you're kind of like playing a different person you're just being taika watiti voice here and i i like you as a person i like your films i i certainly like all of your films i should say um but yeah i I don't know if it really added anything to it if anything i was just like that's definitely taika Wattiti. and it's it's filling me off because like they make the character look like taika watiti too um so in any case that's how i felt about the additional voice cast but um what about your thoughts Aaron? I mean, like, they didn't change my life or anything, but I enjoyed the
0: cast. Like, I had a fun yeah. time with these, pe- these people hanging out. I enjoyed i it. it I enjoyed in the way where you get frustrated because, like, that the wrong thing happens or they do the wrong thing. And it's, you know, supposed to be comedic, but, like, your human mind is like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they stepped on the thing or whatever. Now they got to fix this. And it's, like, frustrating. But, like, I'm still, like... <laughs> of this movie there was a lot of that in Buzz Lightyear (laughs) there's a lot of that going on yeah (laughs) so it's like yeah you're
2: you're supposed to understand Lightyear's frustration with them yeah so I'm like but it's almost like too much
0: I'm never not entertained by what's happening it's like well it certainly captured my attention because I'm like sitting here watching these guys screw up but it's like damn they messed that up again like there's a lot of that (laughs) happening sure but there are like little gags I just appreciated the, the way that they, and presumably they all record separately, but whatever. Like the way mm-hmm. they kind of roll off each other, I had a fun time with them. I, there's, yeah. there's a couple of running jokes that like made me laugh. There's a whole thing. Yeah, meat sandwiches. I enjoy meat sandwiches. And there's stuff like, like, yeah, there's there's bits and pieces in there where I'm like, this is like, I, I enjoyed this crew. Right. It's also the kind of thing where it's weird because like the Lightyear movie sets it up as if like Buzz Lightyear, you get the guy. It almost feels like this is the second Buzz Lightyear movie. Just the way he's introduced in this film. Yet you have these new
1: characters and they're like new, right? So it's like, well, this is the origin for them. You know, I I, I like, I actually really love that you set up as like, this is part two. It's like, this feels like a part two type movie then. Which yeah. is to that. And I think that's a good thing as far as seeing movies constantly that are
0: origin stories for characters that we already know from games or whatever. And it's like, we had to wait 90 minutes to get to the version that we already mm-hmm. know. And it's like, what the fuck? What was that purpose for?
1: You're talking about every Batman movie ever made?
2: Yeah. Eh, it, not every Batman but,
0: I mean man. there's only one that's the, the most recent story. one
3: yeah. <laughs> but, you,
2: you um... make a good point about it feeling like a part two but in it almost is and I kind of wish they pushed it a little bit more into that because there's something about this that still they're still introducing a little too much yeah. but yeah mm-hmm. it would right. be a great part two where it's like he's they're already starting this mission and they go to this new planet you know it wouldn't be the real part one and that's
0: and that's the kind of thing where the movie doesn't have that ambition to like really pull that kind of thing off like right. it would have been neat like not saying that it should be called like light year two and then it's like where'd light year one go we already had light year one. It's like that's neat what is that gonna be yeah I think there's a way to do that this movie
1: isn't aiming to do that which is Sorry. a shame it has that would the... have been hilarious if that's the reason why they had Chris Evans instead of instead of Tim Allen's it's like it's part two we couldn't get Tim Allen back so like, we had a yeah. new actor <laughs> yeah there's so but many... it's a five action right so the, they still couldn't get they couldn't get peter weller so they got like the third guy in in uh robocop, robocop 3, 3. yes yeah. <laughs>
0: so there's like all kinds of stuff where i don't need it to be this hype you know this giant meta, know. meta experience but, yeah. but but what you're saying and what i'm saying what david's like those are things where that shows me just something where this i even as one that likes this it doesn't have anywhere else to go beyond like the basic kind of sci-fi story stuff.
1: Completely understandable. Right. So it's
0: like I yeah. I was entertained by this movie. I had a good yeah. time with it. It's Pixar. It's hard to not be like at least generally entertained by what they're doing. They have a
1: pretty good head on their shoulders for that
0: part. But mm-hmm. I do right. I do see where the potential is, and I can see why others would be disappointed or not as fond of it.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. This the the whole the whole um, part of this movie that really should be kickstarting everything is Burnside being like there's going to be no more space rangering and you're, you're done and we're not even going to experiment on trying to get back to earth or whatever. Yeah. And the, it should be the space rangering part that really hurts them. Not the whole, we're not going home thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, So you know, you just um,
1: described you just described um, uh, Harris talking to Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's what it sounded like you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah. So which is which yeah. is what I said earlier is like sometimes you don't really need a thick premise. You just need like a good guy, a bad guy, and an obstacle and yeah. action scenes.
2: Right. And you need to be like, oh no, there's no space ring That means Buzz Lightyear's over. You know? yeah. That's the whole premise of the movie, and that should have been. But it's they made it more about I need to I need to save I, I need to save us because we yeah. need to go
1: which I is honorable and here we go right
2: yeah which is honorable but for him it's only four minutes and for everyone else it's
1: four years which you know it's like how weird. can how more selfish can you be buzz jesus that's the thing
0: where it's like well it's like it's it's selfish as far that's the that's what so there's something that i do like about this where it has to walk a fine line of making light year like it has to find a way to how do you make Buzz Lightyear interesting based on all the things you know already and it's like well how do you do that well we can make him be this guy that's determined to do a certain thing and it's like okay so that makes that can make him unlikable and yet just the there is an attitude that I think is a credit to Chris Evans where it's like well you do want this guy to succeed so it's like I I get where he's coming from even though he's making the exact wrong choice to do it and it's ridiculously simple how to solve his problem it's like yeah just work with others okay it's the same as Hobbs and Shaw. Where it's like if they oh, oh to- my god, you, if we work together, Eric, we
1: can solve the problem. You literally had the example <laughs> that I thought of yesterday when I was thinking about this. Like they basically just Hobbs and shot it. Where it's yeah. like. You guys, if we work together, we could solve anything.
0: Which I think is helpful in a Pixar movie where it's like, yeah, that's an easy message. That's w- one of several messages in this movie. But one easy that's mm-hmm. easy for kids. Hobbs and is no excuse. Hobbs and John's, you know, grown-ups. Like we had to work together. That's that's your
1: that's your movie solution. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, it's not, it's it's like, you know, 10 minutes before the movie ends. Yeah, right.
0: It's like, you know what?
1: <laughs> we got our asses kicked for two and a half hours. If if we could work this? together to defeat Idriselba.
0: <laughs> so, like, I do like that. Yes, it's it's a it's a flaw in his character, but it's doing things well enough where I don't hate Lightyear, and I think that's a credit to what the film's being able to do. That said, the montage you get is awfully sad, <laughs> like watching watching uh, these characters grow old. Oh yeah, watching Efren right, Efron yeah. uh, Ramirez's character Diaz, you know, g- collect him every time he like has to go in and out of his spaceship, and he's getting older and older. Or watching obviously um, Hawthorne watching. Her and, and and the wife and having the children, they're growing, and it's like right. this is sad. Like it, like he, like yeah. clearly having yeah. a life and experiencing something, and <laughs> he's just like determined to do this thing,
1: right? And and it again, did, it, like the stakes are there for him to be like, well, you know, if I if I were able to like do this, then then perhaps like my time here would mean something. Mm-hmm. um And then Isaiah willock's just like, nah, dude, we're good. <laughs> like you spent so much time, like we're we're good. And then the other don't. thing is. <laughs> yeah laser dome um, but i think the other the other thing that i sort of found a little bit kind of a bummer was like i was getting some up vibes from this yeah of like hey man you did all this stuff but you forgot to live your life but don't worry you actually lived your life mm-hmm. no that's not where they went you yeah. know what i mean and that would have been a really neat concept like a, a good message for me as an adult watching this too of just like don't, don't get lost in your work. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's so much life around you that's happening all the time. Like if you get lost then you're going to miss out on things like having a family or like, you know, all these beautiful things. And, and don't forget, buzz, like, you know, you are who you are because um, you made us better as like a team. And that would have been like a really neat message instead just like meat sandwiches and ha 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 funny. And, you know, it's like, you guys could have had some pretty cool messages, but Aaron, I think you summed up best in the beginning. It's like, it's just not a whole lot that they wanted to like experiment with this, which is a shame. But um, Aaron, did you want to by any of the controversies? I know it's
0: just a matter. You have yeah, you have Uzo Aduba's character, and they establish early on that 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 she had that she has a well, she has a girlfriend that becomes her wife, mm-hmm. and it, it it this occupies maybe less than a minute of screen time. I, I don't I don't know what the, that that solution is beyond you keep doing well, your thing and did Pixar will keep you know reflecting the world around them.
2: Right. Well, well, you know, and that's another thing, though, is that if this was going to be a early 90s, late 80s kind of picture, that wouldn't be there.
0: That's the thing, too. That's what got me more. It's like this is a 90s, 80s, 90s movie that has gay characters as well as people of color in prominent roles. Like, what movie yeah. world is this living in?
2: It is. Yeah. So it's a little that's what it feels like. You know, I want there to be a modern sensibility in, in casting and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know if this movie was was gonna supposed to be it <laughs> just, sure. if that makes sense like yeah you, this is the the white spaceman in the theaters whereas all the the you know the luca and turning red were to come to streaming services but yeah this was supposed to be like just kind of like the big macho kind of picture that people would want to go out and see like kind of like top gun yeah. but uh yeah um it is it, you know it's so interesting though because i do like the whole like This is buzz from the future, and he's meeting himself. But I almost feel like I could have been fine without that story too. And sure, yeah. But yeah, yeah, also I also asked, like, you know how did how did she get pregnant in this world? (laughs) On this this little
1: they're advanced. They're they're
3: they're
0: they're advanced sci fi folk, and there's hundreds of people in there. I'm sure they have a you know an artificial insemination plan that can work pretty simply, whatever the technology they have. Or 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 the other answer, the other answer, socks did it
2: yeah oh god it, yeah i'm now that's believable and i'm picturing that and i don't want to think about it anymore
1: <laughs> yeah in any case I, I i just like um you know just to my my final thoughts uh, on socks is just like man what a, what a lovable guy like a little bit a little bit much on the on the actual cat stuff but it was it's fun nonetheless to like watch him what got me was that there a lot of this late act of the movie has a lot in common with 1998's Lost
0: in Space, which is like that's not a movie I thought this would be referencing, but here we are.
2: <laughs> yeah. Bill Bill Hader is the the new Lucky Charm. I guess they replaced John Ratzenberger.
1: Yeah, feathers to drink to him. Maybe maybe like uh, conspiracy theory time. Maybe this movie is not doing so well because John Ratzenberger is not voicing anybody. I mean, he's it.
0: he's quote unquote their lucky charm,
1: and he's exactly. not in this movie. So exactly. So maybe they're just like, you know what? Let's just not do it. And I, I like, like to think that John Ratzenberger sent an email over to like Pete Doctor, whoever. No, like, he said he sent a handwritten letter.
0: Regardless, regardless. well, well, well. <laughs> guess who didn't get to be in the movie? And guess yeah. whose movie didn't do so well?
1: He also has like a rubber stamp of ham, so he stamped it instead of writing his name. He just stamps the the rubber stamp of ham. Yeah,
0: he's it. been doing that since '95. He just refuses yeah. to do his own name anymore <laughs> so let's, let's get to our rating Yeah, when should people go and see Lightyear David when should people see this movie
2: um I feel like you know already I, I, I think it's worth seeing in a theater but if you're saving money um, wait for Disney Plus I guess that's I mean that's the sad truth of it that's what right. most people do that's what most people are going to do because they also saw how far down the list I put it <laughs>
1: 22.
0: <laughs> Abe, what were... What, 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 it's
1: also a sad twist of fate that I have to say that this is the movie that should have come out on streaming. You, you should catch it on Disney Plus. And the other ones are the ones that could have been in theaters. So it's not that it's bad. I had fun with it. But everything that we just talked about here is just like, yeah, you know, this is a movie where you're just like, oh, there's a new Buzz Lightyear movie out on Disney Plus. We should watch it this weekend.
3: Yeah,
2: I, I just feel like as a movie, it's good, but it's not as fun as it should be mm-hmm. for a summer sci-fi kids mm-hmm. picture. And I, I do plan on seeing it one more time because, you know, A-list, yeah, it's easy to do that. But yeah, uh,
1: yeah. we get yeah. it. You can afford twenty three dollars of membership, David, a month. <laughs> not everybody has that. OK. I mean, I do for Regal, and I, movies get to see movies, are... I get to see movies for free all the time. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about you, Aaron? Where would you rate this?
0: I mean, yeah, it's the kind of thing where if this was a Disney Plus movie, I'd say, yeah, watch on Disney Plus immediately, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what I say here. Like, I like the movie; it's fun. It's sure. the first Pixar movie to be uh, presented in IMAX, which is like, well, that's cool. I wish the movie was better, but like, that's neat that they've kind of had that expansive frame if you want it. Uh, So it's like, yeah, dollar theater, I guess, will be my rating here because it's like it's fine without being, you know, the new Pixar classic. But it's rare that I walk in thinking anything's going to be a new Pixar classic. I just hope to be surprised by a movie. But, yeah, it's like a dollar theater movie. Okay. All right. Well, we've talked about Lightyear. Let's move on now. Let's get to, Abe, what what time is it? Time for a quick game here.
1: Little known fact, that's actually the tune that plays when Lightyear creates, like, the... um, I forget what he creates. I can't remember the name of it. There goes that joke, but that's what... (laughs) (laughs) What is it, like, uh, the the nuclear fission fuel? Crystallic fusion? (laughs) Yeah, crystallic fusion fuel. There you go. That's That's the sound that plays, but, you know, Aaron didn't license it, so it didn't play in the movie. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) Yeah. I've got a game for you guys. It's called Time Space. This is a game where I'll ask each of you, to give me the runtime of a movie that involves space travel. You might be impressed by how good I am at this game, but let's go. <laughs> I was trying to, I, I, I was like, I don't think Aaron knows this. So I was like, that's why i chose that.
2: ready to lose this one.
1: Don't worry, but you're going to, I mean, again, not price is right rules. You can be the person closest to it. Cool. Um, and then, so first one here, David, because you're the guest. Gattaca, what do you think is the runtime for Gattaca?
2: Too long. I hated that one. <laughs> too long. Read that down. Too
1: long. Uh, but do you have a number? Two hundred twenty-four minutes. Two hundred and twenty-four. Two hundred
2: twenty-four
1: minutes is like that's like that's five that's and a half, half. hours.
2: <laughs> yeah, I felt like that.
1: Okay, so <laughs> you're you're sticking with two hundred twenty-four minutes.
2: Sure.
0: All right, Aaron. What about you? Uh, I think attic is pretty great. I got it on 4K recently. It, it, it looks great.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna. I think it's like 104. Okay, you get this one. It's 106. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll take either total runtime minutes or you know if you said one hour or whatever minutes. It's around 46 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying like I'll take I'll take uh, either way of you. Got. I, it. I wrote down both. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, Aaron, you get to go first to the next one. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Rogue One. It's a little long. How long is it though? I'm gonna say.
0: I'm gonna say 141.
1: 141. And David, what do you think is the runtime? What is that? Two hours 20 minutes, one?
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna say
2: two hour thirty.
1: Two hour thirty. Okay. Uh, Aaron, you get that one. It's two thirteen. Hmm. Okay. A
0: little yeah. shorter. Yeah. All A little right. shorter. Yeah.
1: Feel free. Feel free to use like the hours minutes then. I feel like that's what we're going with. Uh, David, you got to go next in this. E- it's honestly easier for me to do the hundred than it is to oh, do. Oh, okay, yeah. Ad. I mean, yeah. whichever one that you'd like, then. But um, Ad Astra, he's got to go to space to find his dad. Dad Astra. <laughs> That's his great father. for this. That's his Father's, father's name. Day weekend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might have forgot that Brad Pitt's name was Ad. <laughs> his middle name is Astra. But Dave, well, his last name there? is Astra. That's why his father's Dad Astra or Mr. <laughs> Astra. <laughs>
1: This is a great tangent. David, what do you think is the runtime for Ad Astra? Um,
2: 104. 104.
1: Okay. And Aaron? I'm trying
0: to remember if it's over two. So I'm going to, I think it is. I'm going to say like 127.
1: <laughs> it's 123. So, okay. <laughs> Aaron, on a roll here. This is definitely not a game we're going to play again. <laughs> Too good at movie times. You know, uh, Scott's pretty good at movie times, just offhand. But. I'm like trying to figure out a game to really stump Aaron these days. <laughs> um Aaron, you got to go first in this next one here Apollo 13. Ooh, Apollo 13. That
0: might. Hmm. I'm going to. Is it that long? I'm going to say 140.
1: Okay. And David? Um. Hmm. I'm gonna say 125. 125. 140 is strivers in 20 minutes. Aaron, you got it exactly correct. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David, you got a good person's next one here. First man. First man. Mm-hmm. Damien Chazelle's first, first man. A misunderstood uh- movie. I'm gonna
2: say I'm gonna say the same thing. One hundred four.
1: <laughs> one hundred four. Got it. Okay, Aaron. What about you? I'm pretty sure it's two and a half, like on the dot, like one fifty. One fifty. Yeah, uh, you should have stuck with your Apollo thirty time. It's one forty one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Aaron, you get that one again. <laughs> Closest to one forty. Uh, uh, David, you got to went first. So, Aaron, you gotta get to go first in the next one. Planet of the Apes, the uh, the 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 uh, original. Planet original. Say for me or David? For, for you, Aaron.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Um how long's playing of the apes? I want let's say let's say one fifteen. Okay. And David?
2: Um, the original. Yeah. 126.
1: 126. Aaron, you're too good at this. It's 112. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> David, I'm gonna just start like helping you out here. <laughs> I'll oh, like, no, okay. uh, i will be like under, uh, you might get this next one though. Interstellar, David. Interstellar. Oh, geez, 224.
2: Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> 230.
1: 230? No, I'm kidding.
2: Um, <laughs> okay. 140. 140.
1: Okay, and Aaron, I'm sorry, what movie? Interstellar,
0: Interstellar, Nolan's Interstellar. Yeah, okay, that's long. I'm gonna
1: say 155. Stop being so good at this, man. It's 169. Okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you were close, David. You were so close. Uh, the next one here, Aaron. You get to go first. Uh, the Martian. The Martian. Ridley Scott. The Martian. The
0: Martian. Um, let's. <laughs> Let's say uh, one uh,
1: one forty five, one forty five. Okay, and uh, David, higher, <laughs> higher. David, say lower. Uh,
3: no, I already go higher.
1: I already went. I said higher. <laughs> okay, you said higher than one for Aaron. It's one forty four. So you, but even even though David said higher, it's like he said it's a lower. Um, a couple more here uh alien uh Aaron or it's I'm David. sorry David what do you what do you think alien runtime is really Scott's first alien I would. Yeah. I'm just gonna say 2 hours on the dot 2 hours on the dot okay it's Aaron's it's, it's funny because I believe like the
0: director's cut is like 2 hours or maybe 2 hours and a minute I think the original is 118
1: is it good? Is that right? <laughs> you get. I was. I was hoping for David to get a score. It's one seventeen. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, two hours on the dots. Pretty close. He's like, only three minutes off. So it's like, a good because it is like because I think the director's good. I think that's two hours. It's I longer. That, yeah. yeah. Not last one here. Much, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna let David go first here, even though he went first in the last one. David, last one here. Wally. Wally. Um. Two hundred and no <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll say our forty hour forty. One forty.
0: Aaron. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um I'll say
1: ninety-seven and <laughs> Aaron you want to buy one minute. <laughs> what is it? 98? You? David, you had two minutes over. <laughs> that was so sad. He said 140. It's 138. And I was like, it, David's only totally going to get this. Aaron fucking undercutting you. Going, no. <laughs> Aaron, you are the winner of Time, Space. Uh, David, thank you for playing. Yeah. But, okay. Just no, call me no, Dr. Strange because yeah, i keep like, the time stone, <laughs> Note to Abe and note to the listeners, we're not going to play this game again. <laughs> Aaron's too good at this. I was like, you know, he's good at movie ratings and, like, you know, IMDb. I don't think he knows all the movie times, though. Next time, just you make the game, give me the titles, don't look up the answers,
0: and I'll give them to you guys and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> David, thank you for playing those games. Let's move on. Sure. A valiant effort, David. You, you, you guys, just, it was, that was, that was fun. enjoyed that. All, all right. right. Well, thank you for that game, Abe. You're welcome. Let's, uh, let's move on to some out now feedback. Feedback, feedback, feedback. This is where I go over the various, various questions and answers on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash out podcast. We have a number of questions to the listeners, they give us
1: some answers. And then I think we got some questions this week as well. Yeah. First question is What's your favorite or most referenced ma- made up sci fi thing? An element, a concept, a space alien species? What is it? Philip has time travel. We've gotten a ton of mileage out of it because it lends up nicely to narrative exploration. How about you guys? Any sort of like favorite sci fi thing? You know, I haven't got sick of
0: um, time loops. Like, th- th- that seems like a premise that would wear itself out. Mm-hmm. But like, whenever there's a time loop movie, and I can't even say I've seen them all, but like, I tend to be like, yeah, I'm intrigued by this. <laughs> I want to mm-hmm. see where this goes. Like, that tends yeah. to work for me.
1: <laughs> okay. I dig it. David, anything from you?
2: I mean, time travel, like, Back to the Future.
1: (laughs) There you go. Yeah, flex capacitors, you know, all that cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like this concept of what the future looks like. Like, people coming up with, like, what they think the future looks like. You know, whether it's Back to the Future Part 2, thinking, like, 2015 looks like this, flying cars, and Jaws 19. Or Minority Report just being like, you're going to be eye-scanned everywhere, and you're going to have custom ads. Like, this is... I really like people's ideas of, and, and then like when you read the, their director um, interviews and they're just like, I talked to a bunch of futurists about like how the future is going to look. And that's what I came up with. Like, it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: All right. Next question we have here. What's your favorite space suit from a movie? Hmm. Scott writes the Martians and Mars attacks. Ak, ak, ak. <laughs> Michael has among us. Uh, Mark my friend of the show, has Lockout, a.k.a. Space
1: Jail. <laughs> Thank you, Mark, for making me a lockout. Or, I'm sorry, Space Jail. Uh,
0: Chris writes, two that stand out for me are the gold suit in Solaris and the 2001 AD suits. Um, as a kid, I didn't understand the film, but the suit looked cool. Also, Sunshine.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Philip writes, they typically look so uncomfortable, so the ones from Interstellar look
1: more sufferable.
3: <laughs>
1: okay. They okay. space suits from a movie. It's not a space suit. It's a Pontiac Fiero in Fest Festa 9. I was like, how is this even possible? They're, like, not even wearing... They're they're wearing, like, duct tape, like, you know, garbage man seats in a Pontiac Fiero. This doesn't make any sense. That's why I'm just calling it out. It's duct tape. It's sealed. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) They lived. (laughs) Exactly. And they're surprised that they lived. Like, it's actually working. (laughs) David, have a favorite space suit from a movie? Um...
2: Not really. I mean, they're all.
1: Most of them are really
2: cool. Yeah.
1: I um, yeah. definitely like an extra shout out for *The Martian*. You know, um, uh, the orange suit that they have on Mars. Speaking of Mars, uh, I am a
0: fan of the movie *Red Planet* with Val Kilmer. Yeah, Um, and friend of the show. The suits in that movie are—I actually like those quite a bit. They're—they're pretty cool the way they're designed. So Mm -hmm. so that's the one I like to shout
1: out. Since that movie lost so much money, yeah, but they they spent them on cool
0: spacesuits. Sure,
1: yeah. We also make fun of like Prometheus, but those—they had cool spacesuits. Prometheus cool suits for sure. Yeah, Yeah, no
0: doubt unless you're looking at the entertainment weekly photos of them because those are terrible but in the movie they
1: look great i haven't <laughs> seen those in a while now i'm gonna go back and look at them after this show uh, they're not good <laughs> <laughs> well the next question is who's your favorite spaceman from a film chris has sandra bullock in gravity and ellen ripley in aliens philip has neil armstrong from first man so the ryan gossing portrayal yeah, shout out to dr leo spichemin in 30 rock <laughs> good one philip if it's spacemen space people (laughs) martin mcfly wearing wearing uh you know darth vader suit so does he get the royalties for darth vader well they wouldn't know it's him so Hmm. oh Mm -hmm. okay yeah i I mean as far as
0: george mcfly knows, he was actually related to he was actually visited by an alien
1: yeah and and that's just how it is george lucas was just like i have the same name he's like oh my gosh coincidence
0: i I assume he would just think wow george must have been visited by the same guy i was oh i
1: see we both we both became profitable we both fell in love yeah
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) what about you guys favorite spaceman um i don't know dave from 2001
0: (laughs) he turned off hal he got the jupiter it went went pretty well for him okay yeah (laughs) you know the pod bay doors finally opened. Yeah, they opened, they did open. Yeah. Well, no, he opened them manually and manually. had to take off his helmet. It sucked for him, but he, he got he got through it. He he's did. A, it. He's a trooper. That's what I like to say.
1: <laughs> what about you, David? Every, any favorite person in space? Mm, I mean, uh, all Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They don't need helmets to breathe intergalactic air. There's
2: such there's such broad questions. Um Yeah. yeah. I yeah. <laughs>
1: Everybody in Star Wars. Got it.
2: Yeah. What's your favorite hostile
0: planet from a film?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Michael writes Fiorna Fury 161 from Alien 3. Uh, Scott writes LV-246 from Alien. Chris okay. also has LV-246 from Alien, as well as Klendathu from Starship Troopers. Okay. It's pretty hostile planet. Uh, Philip has The World in Nausicaa, A Valley of the Wind. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Miyazaki reference
0: favorite hostile planet from
1: a movie um yeah it's hot i mean <laughs> it's fucking frozen <laughs> and if you and if you don't go uh inside the gates uh, after a certain time then i'll see you in hell <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> um you know there's that planet from pitch black with those aliens that come oh, out at night which one <laughs> Yeah, that, no, that, that planet for pitch black <laughs> uh the thing is like you know it's only when that that eclipse happens that the aliens come out because they only come out in the
1: dark the rest of the mm-hmm. time
0: it seems like a pretty neat place a little, it's, little, it's actually
1: little, like a retirement community a little yeah.
0: warm you know about the three suns that are around and everything you're but, gonna uh,
1: die in the sun blast yeah
0: but um you know there's a lot of stuff going on there and <laughs> any,
1: any favorite planet from you david
2: i mean there's that ice spiders one from uh you know the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, Ice oh. Planet sucked. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of a lot of yeah. stuff I don't want to deal
1: with over there.
2: Do not like that. Melt that place down.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where where does uh, Luke go to find Yoda? Is it Dagobah? Dagobah.
0: I mean, it's not so, swampy it's, there. It's you know? swamp. I
1: wouldn't say hostile. It's not hostile, but, you know, there might like be like those bats that are, like, sucking on your... Yeah, on you, your see
0: a, you see a Minoc flying around. You're like, yeah, that's just one of the Minocs. It's not like it's... <laughs> it's not it's going it's to hurt you. I him. mean, the worst thing that happens is, like, some green creature eats your lunch. And it's like, he's not even from Dagobah, so...
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that was uh, what's your favorite team-up uh, grouping through more from a Pixar film? Michael has Carl Fredrickson, Russell, and Doug from Up. That's a good, that's a good pair or trio. Philip has Woody, Buzz, and Jesse in Toy Story Two, and Chris has The Incredibles. You know, that's like a five-person team, and if you want to count, you know, Frozen, that's six. So yeah, Your team ups. Team ups of three or more from Pixar films. I'd hmm, say uh, Gill and the Gang and Finding Nemo. Oh, what's his what's his uh, name? Gill. No, 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 no. What, what's the name that they give to Nemo? Shark Tooth. Shark. Uh, no, Sharkbait. Sharkbait. Shark shark shark, yeah. yeah. Sharkbait. Shark <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flo and her twin sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's even more people. <laughs> um, grouping of three or more people. Uh, it's it's those, it's the um the 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 band of robots that help out in Wally. Like not Wally and Eva. Good answer. Oh yeah, like, I like that, I like that answer. Know, like Wall A and like Wall G and whatever else. Like those are the like fun. I would say vacuum or something. And there's a Mo. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, all the ones getting fixed. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the decks. Yeah,
1: but they're doing their jobs, just trying to you know keep the ship clean. Yeah, yeah but Wally inspired them to do more. Like exactly. I, I I yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Uh, Wally rules. Um, what's a toy that you absolutely wanted to have based on a movie? Michael any Lee, Eddie, any, any movie. Okay, Michael Lee, friend of the show, writes the 1990s Technodrome from TMNT. Wow, I'll just plug Shredder's Revenge once again. There's a level called Technodrome too. Um, Chris writes, showing my age, the original Star Wars land speeder toy, but I did get this a Jaws playset. Wow, Man, A picture of the Jaws playset. Uh, Brian White, friend of the show, writes that medicine dispenser in Spiderhead or whatever that movie is called. <laughs> <laughs> lol so forgettable despite remembering the title of the movie and said medical dispenser but good. um philip writes a bullwhip after seeing the first raiders of the lost Star.
1: do you think they sold that as do you think hasbro was like here here's like a fake whip. it's uh, i i would say like nowadays they definitely would not yeah back then i don't know <laughs> yeah it's it pretty wild yeah uh, absolutely wanted, uh, was definitely a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it was just the original four turtles from like the cartoon series, which, you know, later became the movie series, but they were all like different colors. You know, like Donatello was like more green, mm-hmm. Raphael was like a neon type green, Michelangelo was like green, green, and like Leo was like a light green or something. Those were the ones that I, I totally coveted from back in the day. <laughs> I never got them. I, I got like off versions of them, like you know, popping head Leo, or I'm sorry, popping head Raph, and and you, and you never will get them. I know. Like if I were to, if I were trying to try and find them on eBay, they're a lot of like 300 a piece now. It's crazy. What are you
3: talking
2: about? The Walmart has been selling re like re released versions of these, like all for the past few years.
1: And
0: I will stop Abe from being able to get them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're- <laughs> Will
1: crush no, wonder, like, no wonder i haven't been seeing these ads it's because aaron's like been blocking them off personally <laughs> um
0: i'm trying to think of what i didn't get i'm not saying i got everything i'm trying to think i was like, oh, once it's like wow mr cool guy what's this one that i like wanted i'd like never like it's probably more like board games that like seemed really cool like crossfire and i never actually had or played oh, crossfire game yeah. but like but it's like well, the commercials were awesome why would i not want that i don't think i ever sure. got a crossfire um but like anything, I didn't get everything Star Wars, so like anything Star Wars was generally interesting to me. As far as like, yeah, there's
1: a toy of this. I need this. Why don't I have this? You, <laughs> you didn't absolutely want like the 12 inch Rocky Balboa figure from Rocky One? No. <laughs> uh, all right. How about you, David? Any any toy that you really wanted? David, do you like
0: toys? I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> I think that you love toys. <laughs> oh, okay, <rhetorical.
2: laughs> Not okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fess up. I actually did just. Um, pre-order a four hundred dollars socks toy. Nice, wow, that's full, so much. full uh,
1: size. What does it do?
2: <laughs> yeah, does it, do it doesn't do it
1: full <laughs> size, didn't but didn't it do anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I I appreciate it. I'm gonna give the like on your Instagram post when you post it. <laughs> hey, it's like that we I'm Like, a one one it. like even life. even the pops I have that I never buy, they I always just seem to
0: like get pop. every pop I have is because I got it from somebody. Mm-hmm. Even I play with those. Like <laughs>
1: They don't do anything at all, but I still try to make it you just do like something. giant heads that all look the same.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you getting a yeah. socks for um, $400. That's not hey,
1: man. Right. That socks yeah. is super. Doesn't awesome. it have like
0: a button where it talks or anything?
1: No, I don't think doesn't it have, talks. Doesn't it karate- doesn't even have like a it USB port it. so you can use it as a speaker. It doesn't have karate I socks I, action. I
2: think it's, you know, the more I think about it, the bigger of a mistake I made. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, 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 no
2: but um, uh you should
0: as long as you're taking like pictures of it every day with you like smiling like i'm so happy i have this like it should be fun yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll take it then okay yeah yeah there you go and meanwhile a kid walks in with like
2: their 16 dollars socks toy and it's like this
0: is
1: great i love this (laughs) (laughs) and it speaks
2: i I did buy like a razor crest the vehicle you know from the mandalorian Uh uh-huh oh i bought the hat
0: Was there something when you're obviously now you can afford to get your toys as you want them, uh, or your action figures, or figurines, or statues, or dolls, or what have you? When you were young, was there something that you wanted that you didn't get?
2: Oh, um, I I wanted a a Krang and then Android body figure, yeah, that, and I wanted the yeah. It was mostly from Ninja Turtles because I think oh the the what the freaking um, van no 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 i just thought of it the gi joe aircraft carrier
1: oh okay the gi joe yeah. aircraft carrier wow okay yeah that's the kind what? of thing that rich kids have like the thing that the thing that holds all the toys
2: <laughs> yeah <I'm
1: freaking laughs> i think only one kid could afford that and his
0: name was richie rich you know what i had that was actually pretty cool what's that the term you remember the terminator 2 like exoskeleton set where it's like you have the exoskeleton and you put it in a like a container mold and you they give you the, like the actual like like the like flowery stuff where you put it in add water and it makes the skin on top of the terminator what it makes and it makes the endoskeleton it makes the it makes the it makes the, like the the, the, high, the arnold uh, poly alloy like, wow. stuff, like and so and so you can like peel off the skin over time or whatnot and reveal the exoskeleton underneath it that's pretty cool it's a pretty cool thing yeah it, it came with like an exoskeleton and like the you know you what know, like, you know powder. when they stopped selling that people ate the powder exactly <laughs> yeah like some
1: some idiot kids ate the powder like great now you ruined it for everybody
0: that was back when like toys were cool when it's like r-rated movies would have you
1: know toys for kids like yeah <laughs> terminator 2
0: all the kids seen this <laughs>
1: <laughs> now with bull, bullet hole action from t-1000 what it is
0: it's like yeah. you're ripping skin off of this robot because it's getting damage from gunfire isn't that cool <laughs> <Yeah>. kids <laughs> right
1: well, the last now, now it's made. like a
0: cereal box that comes with like a you know a, a scanner code for a
1: mobile game or something I'm like that's boring. Less fun, <laughs> yeah. I know. Less fun. Make make having meals happy. Um, last question here before we get to the question <laughs> for everybody is uh, what's a recasting of a role that really worked for you? Scott writes the TV series of Jack Reacher, is so much closer to the books than Tom Cruise movies. Uh, Luke Thompson writes, despite this movie sounding, uh, despite the movie surrounding him, Bell Kilmer as Bruce Wayne Batman. With a better director, he could have been a top tier. Um, He also speaks about that in his documentary, Val. Uh, Rachel writes, I think Maz was the best Grindelwald. Chris has Mr. Mickelson and Hannibal, the series, absolutely perfect in that role. Philip has, taking nothing away from Sir Alec Guinness, Uh, Gary Olden is terrific as George Smiley in Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy. And lastly, Michael writes, Jeff Bridges over John Wayne in the remake of True Grit. It's a lot of good answers
0: here. Yeah um recasting of a role that worked really well for you mm-hmm. let's see
2: oh well, you one that doesn't work well for me is uh Andy Sandberg and John Mulaney as Chip and Dale <laughs> controversial
0: that might be my answer now because I <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
0: <laughs>
1: You're just making me think of like all the the references in that movie now because I was like the Sonic, the Ugly Sonic. <laughs> it really worked that they 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 redid the animation.
2: Yeah, it that's, did good that's, results. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're making
1: three movies. Yeah.
2: that was the best gag of the whole movie.
1: <laughs> ugly Sonic, who actually worked for the FBI. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like I like like
0: I like Don Cheadle a lot as an actor. I think mm-hmm. he's terrific. I, I I don't know if I like him more or like I don't, I think it's about this because I whatever going on outside of the movies with Terrence Howard I do think Terrence Howard made a solid roadie Um good roadie yeah but like you know I, Don Cheadle's like he's a, he's a high, he's on a higher level for me in general so it's like well if you're got, if you have to get rid of this guy at least you got Don Cheadle like that's that's mm-hmm. a that's a solid upgrade <laughs> like mm-hmm. as far as a uh, War Machine goes and the sure, Iron Man
1: yeah. Not in life. <laughs> I mean, Don Chico seems pretty cool, though. Uh, yeah, and, and the recastings of a role that you're just like, that was good. I'm glad, yeah. Not that, they, not that you're glad that they did it, but it actually did work out. Did you I don't read? know. can't think yeah. of any. Yeah, like I can't think, like, uh, off the top of my head, I can't really think of any that, like, actually went through with the full production, but obviously we've been talking about Back to the Future a lot today, but it's it's Eric Stoltz. Um, Eric Stoltz, Eric which, again, it, it wasn't fully shot with him and then they replaced him in in particular like the way that they did jennifer but um yeah i mean obviously it worked out for the best because michael j fox ran away with that role
0: well there's an answer i mean elizabeth Shue is (laughs) versus versus,
1: um uh what what is first jennifer's name
0: i cannot think of it offhand
1: yeah it's like it's there's also like more for her to do to some degree
0: i guess yeah all right, yeah. Anyway. So let's go to our question we got here from Philip. He right. writes, "Do you have a fond movie memory with your father?" Hmm, that is a good question.
1: Uh yeah, I do. We were watching The Lion King, nineteen ninety four. is it ninety four? Yeah, uh, ninety four is The Lion King, and um, <laughs> Mufasa dies, and my dad got teary eyed. I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, my dad has feelings. <laughs> so. It was a really funny moment, but it certainly was like, "Wow, man! Movies, the power of movies, bro!" Like they work on the. Abe did
2: you cut himself through under his uh, arm, and <laughs>
1: and I was like, "It's okay, Dad. No, it's just a movie." Just,
0: uh, just to be clear, young Abe saw the lying of his father and laughed at him for emoting
1: no. a motive to lying. That's what, that's I the story you just told at... us. I think I, I think uh, now is it all that I'm laughing, but uh, when I saw it, I was like, Abe's... i was kind of taken aback. <laughs> Abe's the hyenas. Goldberg. yeah I'm just like I'm, I'm Whoopi yeah, Goldberg is Whoopi,
0: specifically Whoopi Goldberg
1: Yeah, I'm just laughing at myself no you're Ed you're Jim Cummings I'm just laughing yeah, yeah. That was, uh, you know just say Mufasa again David Mufasa Ooh.
3: <laughs> what about you guys favorite, favorite, favorite movie
1: memories movie with Daddy-O uh,
2: I remember taking him to see The Incredibles and he re- he at the end of that movie he said that was very good which is nice. I a praise me. because sometimes he'll just say, "Well, thank you for the movie." <laughs> like, like to like Classic the second Asian the two, like the last two Star Wars prequels. He, you know, he was just like, "Well, thanks for taking me to the movies. <laughs> I mean, like them. <laughs> I didn't like him either, to be honest." But yeah, uh, when I took him, to,
1: that was pretty he was good. like, "How did that? You're telling me that Palpatine is back somehow?" a <laughs> dead speak <Seek? laughs> yeah. um what about you aaron you have you
0: have uh we, we have dad's movie corner yeah i them. see plenty of movies with my dad i will yeah. say like ju- i have one specific i want to talk about but what, just recently i took him to see rrr as i think i mentioned before mm-hmm. um and he loved it and not always he loved it but he has told everyone that he's loved it like nice. there are there are increased views on netflix because of my father <laughs> like, that's what's happening nice yeah um the one i can think of offhand i will preface this by saying i recently watched uh um recently as in like within a year uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame and I I've way underrated this movie for like a long time hmm. that said <clears throat> that said uh, back when that movie came out in 96 um, yeah. I I so I think I I think it was I had like a dentist appointment that day so I like I got <laughs> off school early to go to the dentist appointment they were like let's go to the movies and so we went and saw Hunchback of Notre Dame um, neither my dad and I neither of us liked it we were like well, that was all right and mm-hmm. that, and then the theater next door was playing Eraser, which had come out also. Oh wow, Carl Schwarzenegger. So we're like, let's yeah. jump to oh. Eraser. So we just went and saw Eraser together, and we were we loved it. We loved Eraser. <laughs> it was it was a really yeah. fun time.
1: I love how the jumping point for that one is like, well, you know, we saw the Hunt Dragon Notre Dame, and then we saw Eraser, and it was the best day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> It was just, like, exactly what
0: we
2: needed at that time, apparently, where it's like, yeah, yeah
0: Arnold right. doing stuff, got these big old guns,
1: alligators, yeah. like everything. Right, yeah, yeah.
2: That's you, Hunchback, right after you saw that movie? You've just been erased. Yeah. From my memory.
1: <laughs> exactly. Do uh, you remember amazing. when Arnold had cool lines like that? Did you are what in The Last Stand? Yeah.
0: Uh, there's there's a part where he like falls through a roof and someone in the building's like how are you feeling sheriff and he's like old uh that's that's pretty good i guess that's close <laughs> enough yeah. like <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, you like hunchback now let's just get back to that
0: hunchback <laughs> is ter- it's a it is a it is a terrific film it's maybe mm-hmm. it's one yeah. of disney's best as far as hand-drawn yeah. animation goes mm-hmm. it is a, a fantastic movie by the fun. way aaron great mask <laughs> <laughs> it's got some really good songs. It's way darker and, like, yeah, it has the gargoyles, but it's like, ah, they don't intrude too much. The movie's mm-hmm. got a lot going for it. Yeah. Who, who it, was that one directed by? That's the guys that did. Who? Which, which it, guys? It, was, it's it's Gary Trousdale
2: and. Chris. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Got it. Nice. Okay. I haven't revisited that in, in a long time. Maybe I should revisit it's, it. it. It's really
0: helpful on Disney Plus
1: to revisit some right. of movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I can't remember that on Disney Plus. Song of the South.
0: (laughs) Dave, what were you saying?
2: No, it's my favorite. I love that movie.
1: Hunchback. Nice.
0: Hunchback, your favorite?
1: Yeah. david like, like, like in general,
0: like of all Disney movies, or like just the '90s period? Or
1: yeah, I was gonna, yes, same follow up. I was gonna ask, like, you know, how do you Uh, care? How do you categorize your your hand drawn Disney animated movies? I, I do in like sections. Like,
2: I have to do like Walt Disney era, and then I have to do like right after he died era. Okay. Uh-huh. And then the Renaissance, which is the like, I would say it begins with a uh, great mouse
1: detective, probably. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. The, the Renaissance. Like, I like the name. I like that naming. Yeah. That I mean, they the, kind, that's what kind of use it.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. everybody calls it that? My bad. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to give David some credit here, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah. I coined it.
0: <laughs> but no that's a that's a fair division as far
1: as that goes i, I agree. got it okay
2: yeah so in the in the renaissance era it would probably be like my top three
1: wow okay i dig it
0: yeah I, i'd probably say this like lion king's my top for that era specifically but that mm-hmm. like, after watching it yeah it certainly would be in the top three mm-hmm. I, it, I i don't know it'd be in between it either
2: be aladdin or beauty and the beast probably mm-hmm yeah, Bean of the Beast would be in there and Lion King and maybe I would put Atlantis fourth. I don't know.
0: Atlantis yeah. is very good. I, I I didn't see that when it came out, and I caught on up on that because
1: of Disney Plus, also. Like that's a mm-hmm. that, that's a good one. It's got some really cool yeah. stuff going on in it. It's like even yeah. I mean, they used to have like tie-ins, you know, Johnny Resnick did the song, the pop song for it. It's pretty uh-huh. good. Yeah. Abe, you're a bit you're a big uh, treasure planet slash chicken little guy, right? That's like I thing. am. Yeah, I love Zach <laughs> Brath, and I'll see anything that he does. So I was like chicken little. Fucking count me out for or count me in for matinee and also evening ticket prices. And you, you have home on the rain sheets, correct? Is that- I do, yeah, yeah. I love those cows, yeah. yeah, You know, and then, and then my third favorite movie out of all that stuff from the Disney era is, um, I'm trying to think of like some some terrible option, the, uh, the
0: Aristocats, right? That's your, that's your go to.
1: Well, no, you know, I, I like it for the Siamese, you know, the, the,
0: the- <laughs> <laughs> I like it for the racism,
1: <laughs> the casual racism that they're throwing in.
2: Well, that's yeah. leave- What's that? That's Lady in the Tramp, not the Cat. The there aren't Chinese yeah. cats in
0: Aristocats? Oh, there's Tramp no Chinese
1: cats in, in Aristocats? Yeah. I mean, I
2: maybe know. they have a Chinese drummer cat that's even more racist. Yeah. He uses yeah. chopstick. Drumstick.
0: That's why it's all about Oliver and <laughs> oh.
2: Company. Or you know. piano <laughs> Sorry, he's the piano player. Yeah, well, you know, everybody wants to be a cat.
0: Growing up, uh, rescuers down under was like my jam until Lion King came out. Like, I think Rescue I watched. Down under the- is
1: really good for a follow up movie too. I
0: think that's the V eight like, like I think before Aladdin before Aladdin. Like, that's the v- down under was like the VHS I watched all the time. Yeah, the podcast ended, but we kept going for like another minutes <laughs> talking about this. Anyhow, that was feedback, feedback, yeah, we, feedback. Yeah, good feedback. Thank you, all the listeners, for blending in the feedback. There's a lot of good yeah. stuff there, and I appreciate it. That so yeah, that's gonna do it for this week's episode about Now, There in a Name. You can find more of my work and my personal blog at codezeek.com. Everything I do ends up over there. Also, writing for We Live Entertainment and Why So Blue. And I'm on Twitter
1: at Aaron's PS4. Abe? You can find more friends on my Instagram, abe.mua, and twitter.com slash walrus moose. Hashtag meow meow, 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 meow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> David, yeah, where can people find more of you online?
1: I guess uh, Indoor Express on Instagram
2: or my personal, which is Cohead Boy. Great.
0: Uh, you can find all the other episodes about now and Abe on iTunes, Boom Spotify, and Stitcher. SoundCloud, Podomatic, and HHWLOD.
1: Feel free to email us at nowpodcasts at gmail.com. Right on Facebook, Facebook.com says or feed us at twitter.com slash now underscore And
0: keep up with our stories and posts over at instagram.com slash underscore podcast as well. David, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Thank you, David. Of
2: uh, course, yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, for sure. Glad to have you back as always. Look forward to talking to you again. And uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for this week. Next week we have Elvis. Elvis is coming next week. <laughs> all right, Elvis
2: is alive and he's joining your podcast. That's right. He we is, have a yeah. new
0: we have a new third host. <laughs> on yeah, show it's Elvis Presley. He's back. But
1: David, it's Fat Elvis, not you know Army Elvis. I call him Fun Elvis. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hungry Elvis is yeah. Hungry Hungry Elvis is one of my favorite games growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but too. yeah, we are talking about. We always lost thing. the balls though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We are talking um, <laughs> Baz Luhrmann's Elvis next week. That is after <laughs> the, the next week's show. So until next time, so long. And goodbye.
3: A waiting in the sky
1: anything you say canon will be used against you and the mouse david wait what the mouse the mouse yeah There's disney a mouse? or mickey mouse himself
3: oh oh,
1: yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have really good micro impressions <laughs> oh yeah it's <Yeah. laughs> a really good micro impression of mickey mouse all right here we go okay